Hey, this is Chris Jericho, and you're listening to the Shout It Out Loud cast. They're going to give you a reason to live, make you feel like you're the king of the mountain. And when it's all said and done, they're going to dance all over your face. Oh, yeah! We got some good-looking girls! Oh, yeah! Supposedly, it's going live. Let's see what we got. I know we're all so handsome that, you know, people are jumping up for joy to see us. That's right. I'm handsome. I'm, I'm the one carrying the load here for the group. So uh, <laughs> let's not talk about that last album we just did. Hey, hey guys. You, you, li- you liked it. I did. We got Chris Vickery's with us. Good to see you. Oh, it's lo- working. Love Chris. Starting off right. There you go. What's up, Chris? Buddy? Right. Right. <laughs> so this is our first live stream that we're doing. Shout it out loud cast. And I'm still trying to look into the camera better because I still didn't fix this before we started. What else is new? Um, oh, buddy Gary's here. Brad. Ah, oh, beautiful. So this we were planning on doing something sometime soon. And this thing hit, I don't know, Tom told me, the first thing he said is goosebumps. This hit me like a ton of bricks. And not because I had a personal relationship with Bob, but this is the closest to one of the four members, where now that I'm an adult, that is hit me that one of the, somebody in the Kiss family is gone. Um, I don't remember when... um, uh, what's his name? Mark St. John died. Didn't think anything of it really at the time. And then when Eric died, we were in college and, yep. you know, we heard he died. It sucks and this and that, but we weren't adults. Now we're at the stage where members of bands, not just kiss, but a lot of our favorite bands, people are dying, different diseases, different age, different, whatever. This is the first one at this level and it, you know, hit the Kiss family. And for me, I'm like, we just did an episode. It's going to be released tomorrow morning. At, well, tonight at midnight, it's going to be released. We didn't talk about this. And I feel like I got to get this out. We, we got to talk about this. And we just agreed to throw this together and try it out. So thank you guys for coming in and listening. And uh, I'll pass it on over to you guys. Yeah, no, Zeus, you're right. Like, this is the first time that there's been, like, breaking breaking tragic kiss news, like, in real time. Uh, yeah. And like you said, um, like you said, our uh, our episode is dropping tomorrow, um, you know, and we wanted to kind of honor, you know, the, the loss of Bob. And uh, I think the thing that makes this so much more, you know, tragic and effective to to kiss fans is just the suddenness of it all. You brought up Eric Carr. Kiss fans knew that Eric was sick, maybe not knew how sick he was. Um, 
but you know, as far as we knew, we, we we didn't know that there was any real health concerns, physical health, physical health health concerns with Bob. Um, you know, we can get into you know what's been going on with him recently. You know, we can save that for a little bit later. But just paying the respects to somebody who, especially diehards like us, just a, a, a massive member of the Kiss family from from in so many ways. Yeah, I was, uh, I was, I was 21, hadn't turned 22 yet when Eric died. So the difference there is, you know, the guy's sick, but you hear nothing because there's no social media. There's no Facebook or nothing. And, you know, there's no newspaper stories doing anything on the guy. And I was surprised it wasn't all over metal edge and blah, 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 about how he was doing. And then one day you kind of find out he died. Right. And, uh, at 21, Eric Carr, uh, probably hit me pretty hard because it was like okay that's one of the guys that i really really like in this you know musical world kind of thing uh with with bob it's more of a surprise i don't think anybody knew that there was anything going on um you know nobody's said anything about the guy's health the last time i saw him uh was probably uh, saw him live was uh kiss expo 2018 that was the last time I saw him and talked to him live. So I haven't seen that's what May, 2018. So that's two years now. Um, and I, Oh wait, I saw him. He was at the kiss show Valentine's last year, 2019. Cause we went to the kiss show in Vegas and he was at the kiss show. So I saw him that day. So yeah, I saw him what a year ago. Um, but yep. you know, he's on Twitter and Facebook and everything. And obviously he's got friends out there. Nobody said, that he was sick or anything. Maybe he was, and they hit it really well. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, it's sad. You know, anytime we, you lose somebody that, uh, you've been listening to, you know, some people would say, you know, this, they're heroes or whatever. It's still a part of your life, right? The, the entertainment part of your life. That's a big hobby. And, uh, you know, then you start getting nostalgic and, you know, maybe, you, you know, busted their balls a little bit in the past, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff kind of goes away because when something like this happens, people tend to remember the good and that's, I think that's what you should do. Yeah. And look at one of the comments from Mark Stewart and Mark, thanks for checking in. You know, I think the the thing that really makes this that much more tragic and sad for me. And I know for the kiss army in general, Mark asked, did Bruce and Bob ever patch things up? And sadly to our, the best of our knowledge, they did not. And I think that that, you know, that's, that's everybody out there has family some may not be getting along with everybody in their family, but to see something like this so tragic and sudden happen to two people who are so beloved in the Kiss family and to have had that that strained relationship, I think that 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 my heart broke for Bruce as soon as I felt as soon as I heard the news, um, just because it makes it that much more sad because I can't imagine the kind of emotions that Bruce is going through right now, knowing that he's lost his brother and knowing that in recent memories of that were not the most positive. And I think that is uh, just a very sad thing for Bruce and his family. Yeah. We talked about this amongst ourselves. Uh, For those that don't know, um, it's sad because in addition to all this, um, we've been kind of talking, well, corresponding with Bob for, for months we were prepared to have him on to do an interview with him and we've been going back and forth and things had come up and 
we kept pushing it back, unfortunately. And it, it was kind of like, I, I don't know. It was, it's surreal now because our correspondence either through direct messaging, email, we would write to each other. Um, it got to a point, even when we, uh, we were talking with uh, Mitch LaFon and Mitch is good friends with him. Say, hey, what's going on? Bob's wondering, are you guys going to have him on? And we're like, you yeah, know, no, we, we're going to, we're going to, you know, it, let's be honest. We were talking about, you know, there was some, there was a lot of tension going on between the two brothers and we certainly didn't want to stir a lo- any of that up. And uh, Bruce had done some kind things for us. And we, we felt that, you know, it's not the best time to have Bob on. And obviously we're regretting that uh, because it would have been great to have him on and to talk to him. And it, it's a shame. So this kind of hit us today. Like, like we were planning on having him on during the summer. Like we I was just emailing him. What? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's very surreal. And, and and it's and it's kind of hit us and we were like you know we we just like i said early in the beginning of the broadcast we we had our episode our episodes drop at midnight we did it it's a fun episode you guys will hear all about it and it's going to be our first thing out after all this news breaks I, I i didn't feel comfortable with it so me and tom were like we can't just do an a, a quick blurb before this episode it's just going to throw it off. It just won't, it just doesn't feel right. So how do we get it out? Let, let's just go and talk. Let's grab Sonny. Let's go on and talk and talk, talk about it. Get all our emotions out. See if uh, you guys want to talk about things, mention stuff about Bob, um, his impact, his music. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously we, a lot of us and some of us and us included had some fun with the whole Grammy talk. And all that stuff, everybody was it. And it's unfortunate. I don't want that to be the lasting legacy. The guy was a fucking talented player. Extremely talented. So, uh, you know, let, let, let's discuss the good. And that's that's how I'm going. And, you know, with our stupid sense of humor. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I had the opportunity um, September 2017. He had his record release party in um, in Vegas at Club Vamped, at Count Vamped. It was fun. Uh, it wasn't packed. I don't think he he probably pimped it too hard. Um, uh, Skeletons of the Closet. I like the album. There was some older stuff on there that I had forgotten about, and it made me go back and get the Murder Row stuff and that kind of stuff. Um, there's some good stuff on there. I think it was great that uh, him and Bruce got to play together on Kiss Cruise. I think that was huge for the Kiss Army to hear some of these deep tracks they would have never heard before. It was yeah. great the next year because they did it at the Kiss Expo again, so we got to see it live, and I wasn't on the Kiss Cruise, so um, that was pretty cool. And I've gotten to interview him a couple of times. We interviewed him at the tail end of uh, 2017 on PR um, Podcast Rock City, and then like at the beginning of 2018 and grown up rock we did one kiss interview and like one non-kiss interview so i heard about him and Jimi hendrix and meatloaf and blackie lawless and those kind of stories so that stuff's out there and uh i think he was kind of like off the grid for probably two decades like i don't think we heard from him in the 90s really the 2000s it's really the last four or five years that he's kind of come out of the woodwork because 
I don't know when the first, was it Paul's book or Gene's book when we first found out that Bob had been ghosting? Like, when did we find that out? Mm, I can't remember which, I can't remember. I know what you're referring to, but I cannot, I can't remember that. Yeah. Because I think I, that's I, what kind of brought, brought him out. It was, it was before yeah. Paul's, and I think it had to be. But I'm saying that out loud because I think social media did, but but I can't really see Gene talking so much about Bob. I'm trying to remember the books. I'm sure Paul's book had more details about Bob. They seemed close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so Gr- Grant. Oh, sorry, sorry, Sonny. Finish your finish your, your thought. Oh, I was going to say I saw him on the '89 tour, the Paul Solo tour. Dude, oh. those shows were oh, awesome. Yeah. It's oh, still one of the top 10 shows I've ever seen. I think that Tony might have been with me. I think Tony was with me at oh, that show. Because we're talking about 89. Speaking yep. of Tony. <laughs> is Tony on? Where is Tony? He's probably um, on. That wasn't to show you my gut. That was to show me show you my, <laughs> my shirt, my restrained shirt. Thank you, Tony. Wearing it yeah. proudly. The logo's not supposed to be that big. We show it again. <laughs> <laughs> this one <laughs> he keeps pulling his earbuds out that's why you get in the wireless my friend um i need to get some pods but looking at the comments here so graham graham richley he says great idea to have a live cast can't just blow it off and kiss news bob played a major part in history our buddy jack said the tragic thing uh it seemed like he was really falling apart over the last year then he broke off his relationship uh with bruce during that time and like like Zeus said, um, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of Kiss fans, Kiss podcasts, us included, um, we we did have a little bit of fun with some of the some of the stuff that Bob was saying, some of his comments, um, you know, how he came out and just had some interactions, <clears throat> you know, the some of the you know the drama. Um, but that being said, it's possible to do, you know two things at once when you're a human being, when somebody, when something is happening in real time, like Bruce's behavior, Bruce's comments, um, excuse me, Bob's behavior, Bob's comments about Bruce, you know, talking about that, having some fun with it, criticizing it, whatever. That's what human beings do. That's what kiss fans do. Okay. But like Zeus said, at no point was anybody ever denigrating or taking away his unbelievable contributions for to, to kiss. And that's what we want to talk about here. Um, you know, it, it's an elephant in the room about the drama with him and Bruce, and that has to be addressed because it wouldn't be it'd be disingenuous to, to to not talk about that. But it's possible to do two things at once as a human being, and and that's what we're we're trying to do. We don't want to spend too much time on that drama because everybody knows what it is. But just just respecting uh, his contributions, and my God, it, it's funny Zeus because we've had a couple episodes where Bruce was directly involved on a, in a positive way. We did. Uh, we talked about the uh, the DVD, the Eric Carr story. Bruce Kulick is featured prominently in that documentary. I mean, Bob. you remember that? I mean, that was that. that was, I'm sorry, Bob. I keep saying Bruce. Um, Bob was featured prominently in that. And then when we did the um, the Paul Stanley solo album, we talked extensively about Bob's contributions as well, too. So, you know, a lot to talk about with, with Bob. So the other part to this is when we were talking to Bob about coming on the show, he had the drama and stuff going on. You know, we were going to try to figure out how we we're going to talk about it. We don't want to sandbag anybody, come on the show and then be like, hey, tell us what you think about Bruce and his wife. You know, that's not us. Right. Um, right. So originally, this is before we got the conversation going with Bob. My idea for a show was let's do a Bob Kula kiss episode. What is that? Well, 
it's Bob played on this many tracks. And that's what I reached out to him. And like we normally do, let's do a top 10 list of Bob tracks. There's more than 10. He's did a ton of kiss stuff. You got Paul's solo album. You've got uh, the, the songs from killers alive too. Uh, he had an impact on danger. He had uh, from creatures of the night. He had uh, an impact on Mr. Speed. So unmasked unmasked. So there's, yep. there's stuff there. And I wanted to do a top 10 Bob. Um, and we will do one in the future that Bob contributed yep. to kiss. And I don't know you guys, guys that listen to our show, you know, we do our lists. I always talk about that. The demo for one of my favorite kiss songs, Mr. Speed. I like the demo be- version better. I like the Bob Kulik yep. version. I love that lead guitar playing he does on that song. He makes one of, if not the favorite Kiss song, even better. That's that's Bob Kulik doing that. And in addition to that, we also talked about on Paul's album. Oh yeah, that sounds like Ace. That's that that could be a Kiss song. And then we went into that is definitely Bob. Ace ain't pulling that shit, right? Yep. How many times did we yep. say that? And yep. that's kind of diversity that he could bring. And obviously he played with like Diana Ross. He played with meatloaf. He played with, um, uh, who was it? Uh, you know, he played with Deuce Motorhead he, and all the bands. He played with Wasp. I mean, like it was, yeah. I mean, it was, it, it, it was funny because it was funny because, uh, you know, obviously this is a huge thing for the, for the kiss army, but a lot of the social medias that I follow on Facebook and Twitter, um, not, not kiss centric, but things like consequence of sound, uh, Rolling Stone, like all these music related things, they're all sharing stories about Bob Kulik because like what you said, Zeus, he wasn't just, he was huge involved with Kiss, but he had so many impacts. I mean, we, 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 you know, we make jokes about his contributions to the, with the SpongeBob SquarePants stuff. I showed that to my son and he's like, oh my God, I remember watching that episode when I was, when yeah. I was younger, you know, watching SpongeBob and, I, and his involvement with that. I mean, the guy, Again, for all the all the fun that we had, the guy was supremely talented and did so many different things in so many different genres. And you know, it, it's just it, it, funny you say that. It's just no, yeah. No, so go ahead. I was going to say when this quarantine started, I was up in New Hampshire. That's why some of the video and stuff we've did. I was in New Hampshire, staying in my brother's place, and while staying there, I was doing the you know the emails, and I'd say to my brother and his family and his kids. They're my nephews. Uh, one's finishing college. The other one's in college. The other one's in high school. I would say to them, oh, I'm texting with this guy. His name is Bob. He, he had a play part in Kiss. They're like, huh, what? Kiss, you know. But then I said he did something with like SpongeBob, something like which song? I'm like, what do you mean? You know songs? I go, yeah, something like Sweet Vic. He goes, he Sweet did Victory. that song. He did that song. <laughs> they were like, yeah. I'm like, how the fuck do you know a song yeah. from a cartoon? He's like, that thing is huge. You have no idea. And it I'm like, big. I'm like, you guys got to be kidding me. And he's like, no, that thing is fucking huge. Yep. I didn't know that. Robert yep. said it earlier in the comments. He was doing a bunch of tribute CDs too. So everybody in the business knows the guy. So what you're oh, going to yeah. see over the next 24 hours is all kinds of people paying their respects because he touched so many people and worked with so many people. And he didn't just do Kiss tribute albums. He did a bunch of other ones. And he was uh, connected to Bruce Boyer from Racer X. And they did a bunch of stuff. So he's been doing, uh, that's what he, that's when he wasn't in the limelight. He was doing all that stuff 
in the 90s and 2000s. So what he was busy doing because he was a producer. Jericho yeah. put some, something some, out oh, go ahead. today. Yeah. Did you see that? Jericho put something out that he was involved with him in three different like tribute albums in, in uh, three different uh, variety mm-hmm. albums. You're so right. He was doing these yep. things behind the scenes. You know, he just seems like somebody that everyone knew had the talent, maybe just never found the band to be, you know, perfect well, which, aligned with him. But which 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 brings me to my the the the, the point the the big point that we haven't even talked about is that let's not forget he auditioned for Ace's role in the band. He, and you you remember like I mean when you hear that story you're like. Talk about life coming full circle. He was almost ace, and and then to and then to, for him to come around and then be a part of the Kiss family the way that he did, um, you know, it's just unbelievable. But so, some of the comments here, real quick, Ryan Bark says that Bob was so kind; he was a great friend. Ryan, I'm sorry for your loss that you were uh, friends with Bob. That's a that's a, a terrible day for you as well. On a personal note, um, he loved talking about projects that he had coming up. Um, Mark Stewart says Bob definitely played a nice role in elevating Kiss in the 70s. The solo was on Alive 2. Um, Brad says the Bob and Bruce show um, in Indy 2018 was awesome. Larger Than Life and Turn on the Night were unreal. Um, You know, just, you know, just, just, he just had so many different contributions. And like, like, like we said, when you look at his resume, the involvement that he had on all the, all the Kiss contributions, um, you know, it's just, uh, it's just, it's just too bad. And I just, um, you know, my thoughts are with his family, but, you know, my thoughts are especially with, with Bruce, as I said earlier. Yeah, we asked him about the makeup thing on one of the interviews. It had to have been on Podcast Rock City, and we asked him, you know, how close were you, basically, to get the job? And he told us a story about, he told Gene and Paul, you guys don't need this makeup stuff. Like, Zeppelin didn't need makeup. You guys don't need makeup. And then he told us later, he goes... That hit my pocketbook pretty good. I should have probably just shut up and put the makeup on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, I like the story he would talk about. Well, Bruce, you might use my brother. He's like, ah, but he's got a mustache. <laughs> and they're like, well, you take care of that. I remember that. Yeah. 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 It's uh, true. So you did, they both did have those thick, like, uh, mustache. He decided to keep his most of the time, but, uh, Bruce had one too for years. Yeah, straight oh, up yeah. Mario and Luigi. <laughs> I, 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 I said before, um, I said I said before with with it, with Bob's with his shaved head and the mustache, he looked like one of those like magician guys from the eighties. Like he like you would do you know like oh, like, like you would come out Merlin do, like like yeah, <laughs> Merlin yeah or like uh you know like Gallagher with uh with no hair or like <laughs> the scholar rest his soul. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, so you got to have some fun. I mean, you got you got you got to you got to have some fun here. I don't think he had a skullet, but Gallagher was the inventor of the skullet. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, that, that's my next look. I'm gonna try to go with that. I'm gonna see if I can pull it out the back here. See? <laughs> that's the quarantine oh, look, my friend. Shave yeah, your no head. Kidding. Yeah, Graham well, Richley says the, the Graham, Graham Richley says the feeling is that Bob was a musician while Ace was a showman. Ace was there? definitely yes. Bill Sharp says Doug Henning. Yes, that's exactly who we look like. With that mustache, <laughs> Doug Henning. <laughs> who the hell is Doug back, Henning? Oh, Google him. He's he, Google him. Oh, uh, Google, get, getting back to Google me. Hey, Sonny, yeah. Google me. Sorry, I asked. I'm so sorry. I don't know. I don't know my '80s magicians. <laughs> 
Was he part of that act with the Egyptian magician? (laughs) (laughs) He came out with a mountain cat. (laughs) Um, Hulk Hogan had the best skullet ever, says Ryan Barks. Oh, God. So so now so now we veered off into skullet rankings now. That's our next episode. Top ten also skullets. One during the the well hold on. Lost everybody. Oh, we just came back. Um there was also a a, a different type of hairdo back then in the late eighties, early nineties. That was the Steve Sanders skullet kind of mullet yeah. with the curly hair. Remember that one? The Steve Sanders mullet. That was I don't another think I remember movie. that. That's the guy from 90210 who had the curly blonde hair. He yeah. had the, like the that description of the curly hair mullet. It it came it became famous in the hockey world, the circa and if, every oh. NHL, the Yarmir Yager look. You you, no. if you played hockey, if you played hockey in the 80s and 90s, you had to have your hair sticking out of your helmet in the back. You had to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. back I in high school, that. yeah. Could eat my hair. It looked ridiculously oh. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! So yeah, how did we just? Th- this is what happens. So what what people are seeing here in real time is what happens on when we do our show. We'll we'll be on one topic. Somebody will say yeah. one comment, and then ten minutes later, we're talking about hockey mullets. And and yeah. we start with saying, "Look, we got to keep these episodes short, man. This two and a half hour episode, we got to cut yeah. that stuff out. We got to get this down to ninety minutes." All I could think about is this ain't happening. Okay, fine. hey, whatever. Hey, 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 the low the load episode, 14 songs, 78 minutes worth of music. What are you gonna do? <laughs> oh, Robert DePasqua says Ian Zeering. That was Steve, that was Steve Sanders. I don't think you pronounced it correctly. Didn't he say like wicked pretentious, like Ion? Like the idiot oh, that does the football games. Who's the guy that does the football games? Ion something. Oh, Iron Iron uh, Eagle. Eagle, Iron Eagle, yeah. Uh, yeah, Iron Eagle. <laughs> they yeah. pronounce it the same. Um, so Grim yeah, Richley it, says, <laughs> Grim Richley says, only shout it out loudcast can move from Bruce Kula to mullets. <laughs> yeah. What was it on Se- What was it on Se- Seinfeld? Levine, not Levine. Oh, Levine. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, Artie Levine. Yeah, and I'm and, yeah, and I'm Jerry Kuga Mellencamp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's oh, all from Young God. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Is it Frodrick? Uh, yeah. No, it's Frederick. <laughs> Why is it Patron Frodrick Frankenstein? Yeah, I, I, we've all been that one. But oh, yeah. Oh, that, that's a good H's. one. Yeah. Triple oh H is the game. Motorhead. Triple H is uh, entrance. Yep. That's right. That's another wow. great one. Good oh one there God. by Ryan. Yeah. I, I didn't realize. Now, Sonny, what is so? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not really familiar with a lot of Bob's contributions outside of Kiss. I'm familiar with some of the things that we briefly talked about. You, you're probably more a little bit more, you know, well versed in some of his non-Kiss stuff. I would guess. Yeah. So we know he was with Michael Bolton, right? That's kind of yep. how um, Bruce kind of got involved in that thing. Um, we know he was with Wasp. Uh, he didn't have a great time with blackie but nobody ever does that was, um, that, was a, that, that sounds like a weird combination yeah uh kind of all the way around um obviously he did the kiss stuff he was in a band called balance with pepe castro pepe Le Pew. pepe, pepe. 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 Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um we know the meat low stuff um yep. diana ross so why do yep. fools fall in love 81 um and then he did wow. 
he had some of his own band. Skull didn't take off. Blackthorn didn't take off. Murderer's Row didn't take off. And then he did some stuff with, you know, he did a solo album. He did some stuff with Doro. Um, and I think he did some stuff with Ripper Owens. So he was, he was kind of guesting, doing a song here and there. And then he decided to start doing these tribute albums. And he was part of the musicianship that was happening on the tribute albums, but not in every song. So we kind of hit and miss, uh, what he would, uh, do. So I think, I think really after Wasp, he was, and I think Murderer's Row was probably the last thing. He was like, okay, the band thing's not working. Let me just go do something else. Yeah, um, it's funny so he was always like, behind the scenes. Yeah, it's funny because, like Zeus said, you got to wonder if, like, if that was his choice to not, to, to not stick in a bit. Did he like just kind of being like a floater, like a like turning out to be like a session guy? Because the guy was just so unbelievably talented, but he never stuck with a band. So you got to wonder, was that his choice, or was I don't know. Yeah, and there's other musicians that way too, right? If you don't if you don't stick into a band for a while, right? A five, six, ten year run, now you're getting into your thirties and forties, you kind of get settled in your way, no matter if you're a musician or just a regular human being, right? And by the right. time you're forty five, fifty years old, you don't want to be in somebody's band. Like you got your right. own thoughts. Right. Right? right. So unless you're right. gonna go start a band of your own, which he would have been fifty in the year two thousand. So what the hell right. is he gonna go start that's gonna take off now? Right, so you got to go start making money some other way. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, 
you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, Rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. But but not to keep bringing up bad blood, but I think that's oh, why... That's why there was the tension with him and Bruce. I think he felt he found a niche with him and his band. And unfortunately, they couldn't make it work. One way or the other, it didn't work. And I think everybody loves the... Everybody loved, from what I understand, the Kulik brothers, especially that Kiss um, Cruise and everybody. And they had high hopes for it. And when you heard his interviews, he was talking about it. He was excited. He thought they could make this thing work. And um, somewhere along the line, they they couldn't figure it out. And um, one person took it more personal than the other. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, in, in social media, there's slurs and comments and insults being thrown. And they couldn't figure it out. And it's too bad. And I remember specifically because I remember listening to one of his interviews. And I remember where I was. It was in the fall. because so we already had started talking with him about coming on. And he had just done the interview where he was bashing Bruce and he yep. had said something about his mom and how like his mom would hate that they were fighting and you don't know time on earth is short and it's not good. And his mom would be pissed if they were doing this almost like he knew something and like, but he was stubborn enough probably to keep it like, yeah, you need to come to me and I'm not forgiving you, you know, you need to let shit go. Unfortunately, um, it sounds like they didn't patch it up, but we never know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It, the Bob and Bruce <clears throat> thing, the Kulik brother thing, it's a great fantasy world. Let's just put it that way. It would have been great. But you're asking Bruce to leave, what, a 20-plus-year-old gig at Grand Funk, and then you have to figure yep. out how Todd and Brent work with the Slash machine, right? I guess Guns N' Roses is going to be on tour forever, so Slash doesn't have an opportunity to play, but they didn't know that at the time. Right. So just the four, I mean, the grease on the joystick would have had to been perfect for those four to be able to go do something. But I think it would have been great. Now, yeah. they would have been playing clubs. They wouldn't have been, been playing like fairs and theaters and stuff like Grand Funk is. Right. But uh, I think those shows would have been great. But it's a fantasy world. It would have been very tough. Yeah. To but do. Bruce is doing that now. He's got an, uh, he's doing something with the band now. He could have done it with him. Yeah. Maybe. You know, well, going to the comments here, we got to uh, thank you, Mark. Mark says not related, but it would be awesome if you guys would do more video podcasts to see your reactions along with hearing it would be great. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, How would we do the clip? One, one thing I wanted to bring up, Tom and Tom, Tom. So, so this, <laughs> what I was saying, how would we do the clips? Oh, we yeah, that's right. That, we would just act them out. Oh, I just learned how to do now. them. I'm out of we'll here. Cre- Thank you. Good we'll, night. We'll, good night. No, we'll have to create a we'll have to create a soundboard where you can just hit the button like Howard Stern does. Um, so Perfect. one of the things I was looking at, so th- this story broke around one or two o'clock in the afternoon was when I when we found out about it. <clears throat> and I've been checking social media and I I'm I'm just stating this as a fact in case people are asking. I'm not stating this to try to cause anything. Other than the official KISS Facebook and Twitter. The only member of KISS, of the KISS family, to say anything at this time has been Ace Freely. 
And Ace Frehley said on his official Facebook page, I was very saddened to hear that one of my fellow rock guitarists, Bob Kulik, passed away at age 70. Bob and I were friends and were always treated each other with great respect. We were lucky enough to jam together at a few conventions, which was a lot of fun. Bob was an excellent guitarist and studio musician who performed on many more records than I have over the years, which didn't surprise me because of his great talent. He will be greatly missed in the music community, and my heart goes out to his brother Bruce, who I am friends with, and the rest of the Kulik family, Ace. Very well said. And, okay, Chris Vickery is saying that he just saw Jeans a few minutes ago. Okay, great. Because I was before we got went live at 8, um, I didn't see anything from Paul. Uh, yep, Ryan Barks, I did see something from Kiss Online. But I know, I know that um, – I know that Paul and Gene are very into the social media stuff. Um, so maybe they just try to be, be private and not get into it. But I was impressed that Ace had some nice things to say about, about Bruce. Um, Paul's too busy <laughs> putting out. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. Putting out clips of him. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. Ooh. <laughs> okay. So here, we could start it right now. I actually like it. I thought it was good. Oh, yeah, because shit. the other people wrote wait. down, and I thought it was Stop. good. I thought it was good. Stop. Is he? Can you hear him in that? Yeah, you can. Uh, where? Yeah, you can. I heard two other great singers. I don't know where he'd get in on that. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Come I on, couldn't dude. hear. I couldn't hear him. Come on. You guys can be great good. singers, and I'll be in the background going, come on. I, yeah, he was all in there. Ooh, 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 baby, oh. baby. Oh, he was in there. I, well, I just that, if, if, go, go ahead, Zeus. Go ahead, Zeus. No, I mean, I, I say it all the time. I've told, I don't know if you knew this, Sonny, but I'm a big Temptations fan. Love them. It's just, you know, it doesn't mean I'm going to go and form a band singing their songs. I mean, stay in your wheelhouse. What is he doing? Nobody is nobody is thinking, you know what this song, Ball of Confusion, could use? It could use <laughs> Paul Stanley singing it. Nobody wants to hear that. And, and you know what pisses me off? is like you're in the middle of your end of the road tour. Okay, you're in the middle of the end of the road tour. It's been postponed. It, who knows if we'll ever see them again live. And you're filling the void with this. Like, how how detached are you from what your fans want right now? He was doing those great videos telling backstories about, you know, got to choose and harder than hell. And now he's doing this. It's just, uh, look, we love Paul, but sometimes he's just he's just a pain in the ass, and this is just so annoying. It's just stupid. Nobody wants to see that. Maybe it's you guys not, out there do. It's God, not. God. It's, he, it, he has no uh, real idea, or he's at the point in his life he has enough money. He doesn't, he doesn't care. Need what you want to do. He wants to do what exactly. he wants to do, and he likes Motown, yeah. and he's going to sing Motown, and he wants to let, let everybody know he's the the next Gordon Ramsay, so he's going to show you how to make a salad with chopped Brussels up pears in it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, and, and how to make his rigatoni. Prosciutto. <laughs> <laughs> and his music See, I don't, I don't, so corny. <laughs> I don't know if I need to hear a version of Paul doing Papa was a rolling stone. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I don't know if I need that, right? But he's talking about doing original 
stuff with Soul Station. Terrible. <laughs> like, I think Terrible. I'd rather hear covers that I know. Terrible. Terrible. So, so well, hold on real quick before we... I don't so, need to hear uh, it. Wait a minute. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I put the beer to my lips. Finish. Okay. <laughs> so, from, so, take a sip. so Chris, so Chris, Chris Vickery said that jeans was short. Okay. That's putting it kindly because on Twitter, <laughs> I saw it that because on Twitter, Kiss retweeted Bruce Kulik's long tweet. And it said, we are heartbroken. Our deepest condolences to the Kulik family in this difficult time. Gene Simmons from Kiss said, <laughs> said, very sad. Rest in peace, Bob Kulik. That's it. And meanwhile, Paul Stanley, <laughs> st- Paul Stanley still crickets because he's fucking greasing up his pan to make his angel hair pasta for dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jack Broad um, jumps in here. We know jeans was short. We saw the sex tape. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh man wow <laughs> that's bad so true oh. so true oh, well we know rachel didn't write that ace I, ace wrote that rachel didn't write it when rachel writes stuff it doesn't come out good <laughs> oh my god rachel gordon <laughs> yeah <laughs> what is that, is hey, that where the fuck am i did i <laughs> Remember when they tried to get me killed in the Bahamas? <laughs> How did I sound? Best you've ever sounded. That that oh is the God. best fucking Bruce uh, Bob Kulik story, is it not, Sonny? Which go oh, ahead, yeah. which one? Definitely. Did you yeah, catch that? It's, yeah, it's that. You want to uh, tell the story for people that probably may not know it? What the the Ace and uh Ace and Bob story. Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Please. So you're talking about, so Bob is in there doing the tracks for a live two, I guess. And, uh, Ace is lying on the floor <laughs> and Bob comes to step over and he goes, hey, how'd I sound? Uh, best you ever sounded. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that is? That's like, that's a guy like, dude, how is this fucking guy? in this band over me making millions and be considered a rock god and I can blow him off the stage probably in Bob's mind and I don't know fucking just a waste of talent but at least he's still with us oh, but, one of those but like Keith Richards like, oh yeah he's never going anywhere yeah Ace, yeah. Ace, yeah but like those the, guys like are going to outlive us like the earlier comment said you know Bob was a musician Ace was a showman Ace was obviously a, a Ace obviously a musician but that 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 if, if, there's a reason why certain and 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 you know there's I, I've read a, I've read a book and I've actually seen a documentary about about um you know the, the guys that are like but kind of behind the scenes those session guys you know that they 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 make a very they have a very very nice career doing it but sometimes because they're so they're almost like music scholars they're music academics that that the the showmanship you know, sometimes escapes, escapes them. Um, you know, and I, I mean, I don't know enough about Bob. I've never seen him in concert. Um, Sonny, you have, I don't know if he has that showman ability that Ace had. I highly doubt it, but I, I don't know. You saw him. I didn't. Yeah. He's not exactly, um, you know, standing 
just standing there and playing guitar. Like he's got Spru- some you know, Spruce Kulik. Yeah. Yeah. Spruce Kulik. Yeah. <laughs> you know, similar to Bruce, right? They move around enough to make them interesting and they play great guitar, right? That's, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, um, no. But yeah. There's nobody's going to be ace. Like, yeah, he's not going to be able to pull off the spaceman. First of all, he wouldn't have been the spaceman. Would have been in like a dog spot? I, we don't know, right? So, um, but uh, he wouldn't have been able to do what Ace is doing. No way. No, no. Jack says. Uh, Jack um, says on Peter Peter Chris's website. It says Bob Kulik. Our love and prayers go out to the Kulik family, fans, and friends during this difficult time. Um, so at least something there. Uh, you know, it, it, it's pretty interesting. You know, I, I'll. I'm just going to get this out of my system here and then we'll move on. Paul Stanley doesn't have a problem talking about anything and everything non-music related. And if you follow him on social media, you know what I'm getting at. So I find it very interesting that, you know, eight, nine hours later, uh, he hasn't uttered one word about the passing of Bob. I I just think I I don't I I just. I don't know. Zeus, you were going to say something. Yeah, let it go. He's got to. He's got to. He's got to talk to his therapist, and he's got to work this out. Paul is. Paul is going to put something out. He'll put it in his. He's calculated. He's calculated. Crafted, and it is what it is. It is what it is. I don't know. I mean, you expect him to be anything different. Sometimes this isn't something that he does. Bob was pretty pretty critical of Paul recently. Pretty bad. And so he's probably going through his therapist and doing what he's and trying to figure out how should he respond about this. Probably. I'll give him the I mean, you you respond within 24 hours. That's good enough for me. I'm not going to jump on him that he's not out yet. But you know, I, I don't know. But again, I want to go with this other thing. Mark Stewart here says, "I agree with you guys on the Paul thing." I mean, I love Prince, but I'm not going to don high heels a pirate's blouse. But I don't want to be a pirate, Seinfeld, and sing Baby, I'm a Star. Uh, Bill Sharp says, any soul songs that make for a good stage banner? And I'm, uh, I'm thinking <laughs> off the top. You said Papa was a Rolling Stone. I got a dad. He hasn't been out support. He hasn't combined on <laughs> visitation. He was a Rolling Stone. Let's hear it. There's some girls backstage. They ain't your go? girls. They're my girl. God, no, 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 no. No, you're right, Zeus. You eat a lot of cake. Sometimes you eat a lot of sugar pie. Sugar pie, honey bunch. (laughs) Woo! There was was a time in the 90s, there was a lot of girls coming over. You know those pretty girls? And they were all going, ooh, baby, baby. Why are you giving ideas? I got one. This is what Paul's. This wait, is what Paul's going to do. More. I got oh. <laughs> more. All right, wait. Sometimes you drive fast. Sometimes you go through red lights. Sometimes you need to stop. Sometimes you need to stop in the name of love. Jesus, oh, come on, Sonny. I'm sure you got more in you. I oh. never broke no mirror. I try to pick a penny when it's sitting there for good luck because you know what? I'm superstitious. Oh, God almighty. <laughs> Speaking of Prince, he's going to pay a visit tonight. So, 
Oh my God, oh Almighty! God. That, that guy, that Prince doll, has a Bob Kulik mustache on it. Let me see it. <laughs> <laughs> a Bob Kulik mustache. <laughs> there it is. It does. You know, you know, you hear a lot of things on the news. There's a lot of social media. Back in the day, you had to read the newspaper, or you had to hear it through the grapevine. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Oh my God. <laughs> Sonny, you're getting a kick out sometimes of this. Sometimes you get good news. Sometimes, it, sometimes you get UPS. Sometimes you get FedEx. Sometimes, please, Mister Postman, don't be delivering me my package. I am not contributing to this. Oh my god, <laughs> that's all. Awesome. Are we done with the uh, my, uh, Potter than Hell? Mask. <laughs> Jack Broad from, uh, says our good friend Stephen. Jack Jack Broad says the Prince doll looks like Pablo Escobar. He's as rich as Pablo Escobar. <laughs> that does look like Pablo. I saw Narcos. It's very close. <laughs> oh my god! Nobody wants to comment on my Steve Wright Potter than Hell. His wife's uh, Corey's I, wonderful mask that he sent us. I have one. I have one too. It's beautiful. I I wear it to work every day. The kiss yeah. one? Isn't that a great job? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, keep it on Except your mouth. I'm it wondering if I better. have a big head because these fuck. Yeah, I'm washing my ass there, Jack. <laughs> Pablo honey. I'm sorry. Pablo honey, come to Florida. <laughs> we miss you. I could do this all this? fucking day. You start me on this fucking. Sure. I could do this all fucking day. Pablo? It'll just be a live Pablo stream honey? of Jerky Boys. <laughs> <laughs> the Jerky Cast. Oh god! Oh my god! Now oh. look what you made me do. What now you do look now? who I brought in on the fun. Who? So I have my Wonder Pets. <laughs> This is, is serious. This is oh, oh good lord. <laughs> now, we're playing with our toys. now we're playing with our toys. And then I have my circa 1990s Jericho doll. Oh, oh, action figure, sorry. Yeah, action uh, figure. Action and for figure. some reason oh. he's got like a red streak, a red streak in his hair. I don't remember that part of his gimmick, but. Anyway, oh Jesus. Don't give That's him any his little, ideas. Uh, like dragon that he rides. Don't give him any ideas. He'll come up with like an animated yeah, he's cartoon. Been, um, yeah. And uh and I didn't realize how how much I know Chris is friends with uh Bruce. Didn't realize how much he knew um Bob. And uh yeah, you know, he right. said yep. I we quick text with him and it was like about this i'm like it sucks 2020 sucks and um i mean obviously he's got so much shit on his fucking plate but um yeah he just like yeah it's a total drag man um i feel bad i mean all these other people that had these relationships with them it sucks it sucks now that i'm steering the car back into the lane so speaking, trying to be serious here. No, no, no. I know. Uh, Speaking of Jericho, do we know? He told us that 
he has that he's recorded that they've done Heart of Chrome, but he hasn't put it out yet, though. Yeah, it'll come out probably soon. Uh, yeah. No, no, no is doing very well, and that fucking song kicks ass. Yeah. Oh, so oh, look who joined us! Look who just joined in! <laughs> I need the music. You need the music. It's our it's our Italian friend from Australia, Jack. I I, I want to say Pinocchio, but it, I think it's Pinocchio. <laughs> Pinocchio. But he's the one who got the, he he got he got his own theme music. We now have the Godfather theme for Joey Casada, and now we have the other theme yeah. for Jack Pinocchio. You got his he's got his Lazy theme music now. Harry. In and out. In and out. Godfather. <laughs> And when, uh, when Mama, you know, when Mama Corleone comes and sings, and then the old guy gets up there and he's all tremor, and he's like, "In and out, in and out." That's the and we're, jo- best and, we're jo- and we're joking as he says, I'm "Sending out my condolences from Australia with a sad face." <laughs> and we're two and, 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 and we're like, and we're teasing his. See what's this is the problem with us. This is why we can't go live. There's no edit. There's no edit button here. <laughs> we don't edit anyway. <laughs> That's true. Now, Murph wants to know if it's Monday in Wait Australia. That's the only question Murph has. Is it Monday in Australia? <laughs> Jack says, ha ha. Oh, no, Jack say- said something here, Tom. Yeah, he says you could say Pinocchio. Oh, wait, here we go. Oh, Brad, no, Jack, Brad's- you are a legend. Brad Rustoven says Jericho's version of no, no, no. Better than the Kiss version. Ooh, controversial statement there. I'll be honest with you. I'm not a huge uh, fan of the Kiss version. I'm not a huge fan of the Kiss version. I am. I like them both. I like them both. Um, I was. I love his away. version. Was, he did a. Yeah. Go ahead. Finish. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just. I was blown. I was blown away by Jericho's band doing no, no, no. I thought they were unbelievable. It was awesome. You were going to say you like his yeah. version of what? I love. Of um king of the nighttime world but i'm not going to say i like it better than kisses but he right, does right, an right. awesome version some people can just pick up and know like chris has an ear for kiss music he knows he's a fan he gets it he's not one of these superficial assholes like let me interpret this let me get this into a you know let me think of how this really should sound he's not that yeah. fucking asshole they did kiss my ass. You're like, oh, don't you like his we're the Yoshi fucking bozo? Well, let me do right. Diamond that, that on guy, piano. Oh, dude, that guy. Why are you shitting on Yoshiki? That guy's like a famous. That guy's like Yoshiki. a famous musician. He's. I don't care if Mister Mi- Mister Miyagi won a fucking Grammy. He sucks. He shouldn't be on that fucking album. Why not? <laughs> Save it for the kiss my ass oh, review we- episode. Save it. Save it. I- Always, Stop always the look show. <laughs> always look I. <laughs> oh, we got we got Lemmy Blackmore checks in from Canada. So we got we got wow we got Canada Australia, uh, we got the U.S. <laughs> Sonny said Lemmy what day is it in Canada? Just in case Murph needs to know. <laughs> <laughs> Murph, Murph, Murph tracking everyone's location. Oh my God, Almighty! Oh, uh, no that right. uh, that version of No No No, it was actually I think it is better than Kisses. To be honest, I like both, but I yeah. think it is better than Kisses. It, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, no. I mean, I, I I was never a big fan of the of the Crazy it's Nights version, version, but I 
Like, I thought Jericho's band, they nailed it. I'm, I can't wait to see what they do with Heart of Chrome because I really love that version on Revenge. I love so that, can, that song too. Ooh, yeah, me too. So that, that, that's going to that's- How many times has Chris said that line took our sexy oh, yeah. conversations and sold? He loves that line, loves it, and if, it makes perfect sense for him doing Heart of Chrome. It's it's funny we were so before we were, we were recording. Uh, I'm up. I'm in I'm in New Hampshire, New England, and it's like it's been like it was like 200 degrees today with the hum- heat and humidity. So before we were recording, I was sitting out on the deck and I had music playing, and I had uh I had Kiss playing as usual, and Heart of Chrome came on, <clears throat> and my wife was sitting on the deck with me, and she's like, she's like I don't think I I know this song. I'm like, ah, it's it's not. It, it was never a hit. It's you know, it's kind of a deeper cut. She's like, is this a good song? It should have been a hit. And this is com- this is coming from somebody that's never heard the song. You can just tell when it when a song is a good song. And Heart of Chrome is freaking awesome. Love that song. Lance <laughs> Lumley says Jericho Band gonna cover Soul Station songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, forbid! Please say no to that. All right, l- l- let's try it again. You know, everybody's trying to figure out what's going on in the world. And everybody's trying to figure out what's going on in America and in Russia and Peru. I'm trying to figure out what's going on right here. Oh, my God. Make it. Now I'm really going to say stop the show. (laughs) Now I'm going to say stop the show. (sighs) Oh, yeah. How about how about sometimes you get a woman backstage. You tell her what you want to do. And sometimes you get right to the point. And you say, let's get it on. God, here we go. (laughs) I don't know what your house is made of. I don't know what your house is made of. Some houses are made of sheetrock. Some houses are made of pebbles. But my house is a brick house. Oh, God almighty. A college friend, Rye Guy, joined in. Ryan Bartlett. What's up, Rye Guy? Woohoo. Okay. So this is the gentleman, Rye Guy, for all you f- listeners out there, long-term listeners, who unfortunately has been my victim for some of the stupidest and most moronic things I've ever done. And they've always affected this poor guy. This <laughs> poor Rye Guy. He's always the victim of my stupidity. And uh, we- we've told some stories, Rye, not all of them, but there's enough out there that some of you people know. Um, now, the other thing we were going to get into, and then I just totally lost it when you told me Rye Guy's here. Um, what was the, uh, there was another one that we were going to talk about. You were saying something about before he was talking about uh, the last brick house where you, you mentioned something, Tom. Oh, and yeah, Tom Lance. and Sonny got me off track. Yeah, yeah Lance said that Paul can sing Rubber Band Man. <laughs> don't I don't want to hear I don't, I don't want Paul getting any more ideas. Honestly, I'll be honest with you. If Paul did that, if Paul did that kind of stuff, but what he's doing now is what he's doing now is just nah, just not for me. Not for me. And I like that kind of music, yeah. like maybe a little bit, but not not him doing it though. Not Paul now doing this. Paul in the nineties could hit anything. Oh yeah. Anything. Oh, yeah, definitely. yeah, definitely. Right? It's just, I agree. What are you doing? Are we all like supposed to pretend you're not having issues and you want to sing songs that are not known for anything but the great vocalist that sing these songs? Right. 
right, right. Yeah, the, that's not David Ruffin up there. That's not fucking Marvin Gaye singing that right now. That's a seventy-year-old Paul Stanley, who you know, who's struggling to do Love Gun. Uh, uh, he, he did that song well. You got to listen to it on YouTube. It's good. No, oh no, no. that's not even <laughs> one of my favorite songs. Who's that by? That's um. That's what he call it, isn't it? Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. Smokey, I think. Smokey and the yeah. Miracles. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's got so many better songs. I wish he did a better song. He probably didn't want to do a better song because he probably didn't want to try to pick a song that maybe not everybody knows. I don't know. But whatever. <laughs> God bless him. God bless you, babe. Say a prayer. I thought it was right, interesting. All right. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was interesting because when Gene Simmons was doing his band thing, right? It wasn't mm-hmm. coming out on the Kiss Online. They weren't no. really sending you Kiss emails, but I found that video because I got it through Kiss Online to yep. my email saying Paul Stanley doing Soul Station. Yep. So now who really runs Kiss? <laughs> uh, oh, I agree. Obvious. I agree. Oh, Jack. See you, Jack. Yeah. Thanks for checking in, buddy. Bye, Pinocchio. Bye, Pinocchio. We- <laughs> Gene runs the brand. Paul runs the band. And this is one of those where Paul puts his foot down and says, Gene, after you fucking hawking all your stupid family jewels, your fucking stupid fucking vault, I'm going to put Soul Station on, and I don't want to hear a fucking word from you. Is probably okay, what he said. You know what, though? And Gene's like, so- sorry. And Gene's yeah. like, thank you. You, Paul Stanley from Kiss, can do that. That's Sorry, right. Paul. It, it, let's just say Paul said that. Paul's way off because there's a big difference between Gene Simmons' Family Jewels, which was a popular show, what, love it or hate it. It was a popular show, had a couple of seasons. The Vault, say what you want about it. It's Yeah, it's Gene Simmons, but it, it, that was a huge event. Soul Station is so on the fringe, it doesn't even sniff anything Kiss-related. You say that. You're wrong. He it, Kiss fans will eat that shit up. Dude, they're buying paintings of his for a couple thousand you, dollars. Wait, what did you just say? You said you said so. You. <laughs> you. you. I had, I had you pony. My brother had pony. So what's wrong with that? <laughs> you. Who would say that? You. <laughs> you. Who would, who would leave a pony country to come to a pony free country? No, actually, Zeus, you know what? You're right. The, uh, Paul Stanley, ha- you put his name on anything. You're right. People are buying paintings because it says like PS in the corner of the painting. You're right. You're, you're probably right. Never mind the paintings. People are buying those ridiculous shoes and fanny packs. Of fanny it. packs. The fanny packs. I haven't seen the fanny pack. I got the shoes right here. Oh, my brother bought sunny. me some. Oh, my sunny, brother bought me them. Good. Sonny, not good. Danny, not, what the good. fuck are you doing, Danny? Oh, my God. That's uh, all Danny's fault. There was a nice gesture, though. Danny hooked me up. Danny is is going to be my cruise member, cabinet member. Um, So that's the other thing. You know, the cruise is going off to 21 now. Um. Jericho rescheduled his cruise. I think, what did we say, Tom? February? February, yep. February. Yeah. Uh, and then Sonny, Monsters of Rock. Sonny, have you heard anything? Hold on. Oh, Sonny, that's oh. the Paul oh, Stanley Puma. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. 60 nice. bucks for this piece wow. of shit. Okay. Wow. wow. Yeah. And it's called, and it's called the Paul Stanley waste Dude, bag. We, we are going to be banned by you saying that. that piece of shit. We're going to You're be being. banned. You're being. By who? By who? By, ban me. by anybody on Kiss Nation is going to ban us for saying that. But then again, Stuart okay. thinks that we're all, uh, you know, oh, so PC about Kiss. <laughs> Fucking people will get over it. So yeah, you, Monster, you were just talking about the cruise. Yeah. You were just talking Monster about the cruise. Yeah. Is still in February. They're supposed to let us know by the end of June. And, um, you know, that ain't just like just like all those other cruises, there's a lot of international folks flying into these cruises, and reality is a decision does have to be made because yep. if you're international, like you got to set up travel and all that kind of stuff. You could tell me a month before and I can be there. You can hell, you could talk tell me two weeks before and I could be there, but everybody's not in that boat. So my guess is it'll probably get moved. But if Jericho moved his to February and he thinks a cruise is really going to take off, then maybe ours doesn't get moved. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm still I'm still surprised that that Kiss postponed theirs for a full a calendar year. Uh, I was surprised by that, but you know, maybe maybe yeah. Well, go ahead, Zeus. All those say, all but. those guys have to get their fucking jobs. You know, the guys performing on the Monsters of Rock cruise have to tell their bosses at the fast food joints that they need the certain time off. How else Here are they going to fucking go. plan to be on the cruise? I you mean, just accused you just accused me of being an asshole for shitting on Paul's Puma waistband, and now you now look at what you just said. We're a fucking kiss podcast. We're not a fucking uh, enough's enough podcast. <laughs> Why not? Let's do it. I like enough's enough. So does I want to put a bullet it, in my head. You oh, like come that on, shit, man. band? I like enough's you enough. Like you. Th- Oh, new thing is a great dude. New thing is a great song. No, it's not. Yes, it is. What did you no. do with Tom? What did you do with Tommy? Where oh, did he okay. go? Oh. Some of the dude, music that, that we this would be to... the number one band that you and some of the music that we listened to from the A's. Enough is enough. Had a couple of songs. Oh. I thought new. Th- I think new thought new thing's a good song. I think it fits right into the eighties oh. pop metal shit. I'm sorry. <sighs> No. Enough's enough. Cool. I thought that was an easy slam dunk for you. <laughs> no. 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 You, if you want to slam if you want a slam dunk, it's always, always gonna be Crocus or Lizzie Bird. <laughs> <laughs> Crocus. <laughs> Those are the slam dunks. Oh, oh Bill Shop Shop. It's Bill Bill Shop says there's not bang, enough. Bang. <laughs> Bang Tango. There's not enough Bang Tango podcast. There's not enough Bang Tango members. (laughs) The members Uh, don't even know they're in Bang Tango. (laughs) We could always do a a Leather Wolf fucking podcast too next if you want. Sleaze Bees. Let's do Sleaze Coming up next. Yeah, our next bonus episode, we're going to review the London Choir Boys uh, debut album. (laughs) Or fucking Nitro. That's coming up next. Oh, no, no, no. Dude, there was a band dude, called Nitro. Sister Whiskey. Sister Whiskey's Liquor what? and Poker. We're doing that one next. Liquor in the front, poker in the rear? No, it's called Liquor and Poker. That's what it's called. <laughs> I, I get it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking horrible shit. Oh, God. So, what Better else? Anyway, 
Oh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> uh, Mark Stewart, okay, got to go to work. Hoping you'll repost this on YouTube in its entirety. Thanks for the last. Please consider the video podcast. Mark, thank you. I don't know. It, it'll be on It'll be on our Facebook page, so the, the video should just stay there. Now, Ryan Box wants a shotgun, shotgun Messiah podcast. <laughs> <laughs> See, there are people out there that I, – I bet you there's a Shotgun Messiah podcast out there. Yeah, they're half of the know? fucking – Part of the they're half of the part of the hell podcast. Part of the hell guys. <laughs> I was just gonna say that all the guys, all the guys from part of the hell hey, are probably got- screaming at us. <laughs> they're probably screaming at us. Hey, hey, I, I got, like all the front row to. I got front row for fucking Lizzie Borden's fucking performance on Monsters of Rock Cruise. Congratulations! Okay. <laughs> you push, you push by the two guys selling fucking cheese. Wonderful. So, so what's the better name, Lizzie Messiah podcast? Or the Shotgun Borden podcast. Oof. What's better? Mix them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. See, see, maybe, maybe, maybe the next round we'll get creative with our bonus episodes because I just did Metallica load. I went off the rails with that one. Sonny's Sonny already has his pick. We won't we won't spoil that. We don't know where Zeus is going. Oh, so, good lord! I know where I'm scary. going. Oh, I know where I'm going. That could be that could be. Scary. Well, we have. We have a theme we cannot change from rock. So I'm not going to go on a limb and pick a country album. I'm not going to go on a limb and do anything, you know, off the chart. It's got to be rock. Um, Unless someday we change our mind and we all change our mind. If you guys, Sonny wants to do a fucking, I don't know, jazz album and Tom wants to do a classical album. I don't fucking know. I would. That's not happening. So I think we have to, I think we have to get through. There's like a massive library of rock albums we want to get through before we approach that. But you're right. I don't know. Who knows? The hard part about that is the hard part about this is there's a lot of albums that I want to do by artists. There's another album by them. Well, we can't get to them twice before we finish the one. Well, hold on. That's a that's a self that's a self imposed rule. So. If you want to do it's called OCD, my friend. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I understand, but but like the way put it this way, we did OU812. Yes, it's a Van Halen album, but it's Sammy Hagar. So if you came up and said, you know what, I want to do Diver Down, I'd be like, okay, fine. It, that's a, that's a it's 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 Van Halen, but it's David Lee Roth Van Halen. Who cares? I different. I get it. I'm not going to pick it, but no, I no, get no. it. I'm just Thank saying. God. I'm just saying. Wait, so now you don't like Diver Down? Oh, that's right. Sonny Pooney, live on, right now live, is going to tell you that David Lee Roth Van Halen sucks. David Lee Roth is the sixth best singer in Van Halen. Sixth. We, 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 can't, we can't turn this into a you're Van like Halen thing. That, you're, like the, you're, like the, you're like the idiot that tried to tell me that Oh, Michael Anthony is more important and better than Gene Simmons is to kiss. Like that is the stupidest fucking oh, comment. First of was, all, my my fucking thing, and my thing was Michael Anthony is the fourth. I would probably say the fifth most important member of Van Halen. His background fucking close. He's not. His background vocal. So you're saying he's more important than Alex Van Halen? No fucking way. No fucking no, way. No, 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 Alex no, Van Halen no. found is quintessential. He's not more no, but, important than David Lee Roth, not even fucking no. close. Obviously not Eddie, 
So who's he more important than any of those guys? My point is that, yes, you're ranking him in the band, but my point is you cannot underestimate the, his background vocal contribution. Some of the, the what it he is, does for those, what, what, right, right. Oh no, but you're right. I agree with you. Trying to I, compare him to I, Gene I, Simmons I, was trying trying to compare him to Gene Simmons was ridiculous. But is he not the fourth most most important member in any other than maybe Gary Sharon's part? Is he at any point more important than the fourth member in Van Halen? No. Not even I, honestly, I don't. I, I, his background vocals on those on those David Lee Roth he's era albums. He's more important than Alex. I probably not. Oh but my god! No. I think no it's way. I think it's a lot closer than you no think. Way. I think it's a lot closer than you think. I'm not a I'm a lot. not a drummer, but I can tell you when it's fucking Alex Van Halen playing drums. Go listen to a song like Sorry. "Women in Love." Go 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 listen to a song like "Women in Love" or a song like "Beautiful Girls." Those songs are the hits that they are because of Michael Anthony's background vocal contributions. They are those songs aren't hits because of what Alex no. Van Halen does. They're, with the drums. they're great songs. They're great songs because they can be, do a great job in the studio. Continue doing a pretty good job live. We'll give him that. Yeah. Everybody could do a great background vocals in a studio. Well, that, well that's nobody can do a better it. studio background vocals than Def Leppard. No, but he can continue that. You can give him kudos because Michael Anthony can still do a good job live singing background vocals, whereas most people can't. Okay, so I will give him kudos. But who gives a fuck? I'd rather hear the badass drums or the guitar or no, the you, singer. You, we'll see David Lee Roth could, fucking jump over five people or Sammy. Hayden, what I'm saying, I get crazy okay. notes. He's not important okay. than them. The okay. comments. I love Alex. With, uh, I, I love the comments. Oh, that's fucking, oh, dude, I need to change I love, the shirt. I, Fuck you, Tony. Fuck you. I, that he's more I important Alex, than Alex Van Halen. You're I love nuts. Alex Van Halen. I love Alex Van Halen, and I think he's a tremendously underrated drummer. I, I think he's terrific. But there is the, the what the things that that Michael Anthony does stick out and are more valuable to those songs than what Alex Van Halen does. That doesn't mean that Alex Van Halen isn't awesome, but I'm going to tell you, go listen to Van Halen 2 or, or Diver Down or whatever. What, what Michael Anthony Michael Anthony puts his stamp on those songs and defines that sound that we know. I love Alex Van Halen, but he's not doing anything no, he magical. No, he doesn't. I love it. No, he doesn't. Eddie Van Halen wow. is the sound, and then the next thing is Alex Van Halen, and the How fact do that he does it good. What, what is it? because of I, all the I, things because of all the things that are important, the background vocals is not that important compared you're to missing the, drums the point. And the you're, no, you're, 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 you're using the wrong term. I'm not. We're not. I'm not saying important. I'm saying if you took Alex Van Halen out of that band and put another awesome rock drummer in that band. The music would pretty much sound the same. It would sound different, but relatively same. You take Michael Anthony out of that band, you don't have beautiful girls. You don't have women in love. You don't have half of those songs that Michael Anthony stamped with his background vocals. You just don't. You just don't. Sorry. And I love Alex Van Halen as a drummer. I think he's amazing. Dude, first of all, I've I've been me, saying this, and I said this a, w- a long time ago about background vocals. I said that Van Halen has it in Def Leppard. Def Leppard can do those background vocals all the time and better. Those aren't background vocals, Zeus. Zeus. Def Leppard does layered. 
Def Leppard does layered vocals that are pretty much a studio. Oh, and, that, and Michael Anthony's just hitting it on one note. Like, oh yeah, Michael take yes, the whole thing. They all do. That's Michael. That's Michael Anthony's voice. What you're when you hear photograph just Michael Anthony. When you hear vote when you hear photograph by Def Leppard, those background vocals you're hearing, those are layered vocals that are pretty much produced. Those are translating. But in Van Halen, it's only Michael Anthony. Come on, pretty much carrying that Michael Anthony, and and it's one track. I didn't say that. Fucking Ted Templeton, you in the studio? Are you in the studio? How do you know what they do? How many you know how many layers they put in there? How do you know Eddie Van Halen and, and Alex aren't singing along with them on certain tracks that you like. I don't know that. All right, right, let's move on because you're getting pummeled in the comments. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting getting pummeled pummeled in in here? Who? Not close. (laughs) Not even close. Alex Van Halen's much better than fucking little little Smurf Michael Anthony Michael Hall, whatever the fuck his name is. (laughs) That's a good one. All right. Where do we go now? Now we're now we're, at, we're now. What do we do? How now? did we no. get to Van Halen? That's what I'm saying. Do you see what's happening here? We started off honoring the memory of Bob Kulik. Then we started talking about mullets. Then we started no, talking we went, about Jerky Boys. Then we went back shot, to Kiss. Shotgun Messiah. Then we and went then to we Shotgun went to- Messiah. Then we just got into an argument about Van Halen. This, we don't we talk about OCD. We have ADD. Oh my God! Anything else, gentlemen? Zeus is about what and I was drinking <laughs> and I was drinking Sonny why don't you show us Michael Anthony's Jack Daniels bass behind you oh yeah hold on hold on I was actually kidding you don't have to get up I didn't think I didn't think he would do that because what Sonny I needed sh- tonight was a fucking shot of Sonny Pooney's legs because that makes my <laughs> night fucking complete now what the Uh-oh. fuck? Dude, take yeah, that so, helmet you call a hairdo out of the way. That thing is beautiful. So, right? I had it made by the same guy who made his. Did you really? Yeah. Holy yeah. Shit. I had to sign I had to sign a release saying I wouldn't sell it on eBay. For real? Yeah, yeah. I had it made probably about uh God, I want to say 2004, probably 15 years wow. ago. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty awesome. So, in other words, Danny's going to sell it? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. this is, you know, I got kids, right? I'm not leaving shit to Danny. I take care of my kids. Oh, you got him right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just going to sell in his name. Um, Robert, Robert DePasqua says, anyway. oh, that's cool. That was pretty, that's pretty cool. Oh, Lance wants to know if Soul Station's going to play the Kiss Cruise. No, they're <laughs> going to play on the, they're going to play the Vinnie Vincent Catamaran Cruise. <laughs> Fucking Vinnie Vincent. Let's talk about that fucking freak for a minute. Oh, come on. God, here we go. <laughs> What's wrong? Nothing. I'm just laughing because what 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 else is it? You, you notice? Do you notice what, what, how wait, Vinnie Vincent? Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say what were gonna- what were we talking about that all systems go was brought up again recently? Why did we bring that uh, up recently? Oh, we were talking about. <clears throat> well, I don't want to. It, it, it's a. I don't want to say it on here because it's kind of a, a spoiler for a potential episode. But I, I guess I can say this: if you talk about Kiss family albums, so 
So oh, albums geez. made by uh, we were talking about al- albums made by by guys who were in Kiss or connected Kiss, to Kiss. Umbrella. Yeah, and I and I and I made a comment saying, yeah, if we did that, n- the best one is going to be All Systems Go. And you said, well, maybe not. And I was like, yeah, it might be. I think so, but who knows? I know there's a lot of people out there that love Ace's solo career. So who knows? I could be way off. Sonny, Ace's solo career. What do you? What what I think about Ace's solo career? Yeah. Uh, I've had fun watching Ace solo. I, you know, I don't know if I have a burning need to see him again unless he's going to do the '78 solo album. Um, what about you know, his? What about his? What 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 about his solo career discography? You think it's? What do you think? Uh, I you know obviously I love the '78 solo album the best. Yeah. Uh, my second favorite's Trouble Walking. I would say. Uh, Fraley's comment and second sighting are probably after that. The newer it gets, the the farther I'm away from it. Like the last three, I could give two shits about it. Yeah, uh, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, those first, I, those first few were pretty good. If Ace wants to make some money on the Kiss dime, you need to go out there and do the '78 solo album front to back. Like, go do that, and he can probably he, sell theaters. Didn't he do that at the um the the indie was it the indie convention? No, he did it at the New no, York I Expo, did and he did New it York. one time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I right. thought he was doing I'm that at his cruise cruise fest. Uh, I thought cruise he did fest. it at Jersey only. He yeah, I'm he did sure. do it at a convention. I remember that it was like a whole yeah. special event. Um, yeah, but you're right. When 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 he when he did that, I thought that was going to be the beginning of something where he would go around and tour and play that album. Yeah, I don't know why he didn't do that, I, and I don't, I don't know if he was waiting to see if Kiss was going to call him for the end of the road tour, and he didn't yeah, take maybe. advantage of it. Maybe he passed on it, mm-hmm. right? And he was hoping something was going to happen. I don't know. Right, right. He's still yeah, on. He's still on Stewart's fucking program. Still with the like the attitude, like, well, I'm available, and they can call me. <laughs> Right, the price has no, got to be right. No one's calling him. You no, you no don't have leverage. Don't have leverage. You don't. No. And I think with his girlfriend, they fucking played their hand and it screwed him. Dude, what made him think that Gene or Paul wanted any part of that drama when he pulled up that, hey, I think Gene was finger banging my girlfriend at the concert and, you know, and now he he wanted to assassinate me when I was in Bahamas. Like what the like? <laughs> what the fuck is matter with him? What do you do, dude? Like that's the shit. Yeah. Brad says uh, he did it in New Jersey only. They were talking about doing it in a theater and recording it. That now that would have been a pretty cool live album. Uh, Lemmy Blackmore. Oh, this is good. <laughs> Tommy Fish is horrid. Chum for the haters. Can you imagine that? I would go see it. I would go see it. Ace, Ace, Ace Solo. <laughs> By the spaceman. Oh hey, he's a spaceman. Doesn't matter, right? Dude. Oh, yeah. And Lance said, yeah, if you guys explode. see Stuart said revenge is overrated. Yeah, fuck him, Stuart. Give me a break. Yeah, we we know he doesn't. We know he doesn't you like say, revenge. No, you don't say revenge. You say creep tonight. What's that? Who? Yeah, I say creatures of the night. Yeah, people probably think up. People, people probably think I'm crazy because I think creatures of the night is overrated. But what, what do you what do you think? I don't know. 
I don't I don't hear that much praise about Creatures of the Night. So it's hard to say it's overrated. It's not like people. Oh God, people love that usually, album. They love. Well, people love uh, I don't that hear that much. I, I mean, people don't hate the it. But it's not like when you ask people what their favorite Kiss album is, Creatures of the Night is one out of every, what, 40? Like no, you always hear Rock and Roll so. Over, Love Gun, Destroyer, know, the I, first one. Do you know the problem Zeus, is, though, Sonny? Do you Zeus, know what the problem Zeus, is? our buddy Joey Casada. It's his favorite album. What about him? I was going to say oh, Creatures of the him. Night. It's Joey's. <laughs> ah, fuck him. Where is he tonight? God damn it. <laughs> Fucking Joey Quesadilla. Um, no, you know what it is? It's, the, it's right on the line because I will be honest with you. I didn't get into Creatures of the Night until after I got right back into Kiss and I'm watching and I'm getting Animalized Asylum. And guess what I did? Like they did and they exactly they fooled us. I went back and got Creatures of the Night because Bruce was on the cover. Yep. Thinking it was a non, do you know how long it took me to realize that it, who the fuck was on this album that Bruce wasn't there? But wait a minute, Ace is on the cover. But wait a minute, Ace wasn't even in the band. It fucked me up because I yeah. mentally would say this is not a, a makeup album, but it was. Right. So it's yeah. never going to be put in that category of the first six. It's in that no. middle range, the, the Dynasty Unmasked Creatures Elder. So. If you go, if Creatures was a non-makeup, real non-makeup, not like the fucking shit they pulled, people would probably say, oh, it's their best non-makeup. I think you would have that argument as yeah. even though the, probably the best is Lick It Up. Lick, I put Lick It Up right there with Revenge. I mean, I like oh, I like everything. I, li- I, 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 I like I like everything non-makeup. I, I, I do. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm on record. I'm a huge fan of Hot in the Shade. I absolutely love that album. I like Carnival of Souls. I'll take I'll take a beating to that. I mean, and I don't like Carnival of Souls. I don't like it ironically either. Like I I enjoy not all of it. Absolutely not all of it, but I like Carnival of Souls. Did, did you just, just say his, Did you just say well, I take pictures for people to enjoy? And I put my watermark on it so you don't steal them. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Hey, this is what happens. This is what happens when you go live with us. No one's safe. No one's safe. No one is safe. Nope. No one is safe. Let me. me... Uh, Here we go. Let me. Let me. Blackmore says Stewart's favorite is Asylum from the non makeup era. Stupid, right? Well, I don't know. We got someone right here. We got someone right here. That's not. Didn't like it enough to take it in the album draft. That How was you because feel? I took purple. Oh, let's open that can of worms. Here we go. <laughs> Let me open yeah, let's the re- jar let's, here. Re- let's, let's, re- let's recap the draft while we're at it. Oh, my God. He was just frozen. I took purple. Some, somebody's going like to jump what? and go, well, my house got the most likes. <laughs> More people wanted to come to my house. And I want a ribbon, and it's hanging up in my my office at home that I got the most likes of all the houses. Hey, what, what the Zach fuck? Jumped. That's I don't I don't know what you're talking about, Jack. Yeah, Jack. <laughs> what, what, I don't even know who that is. What's what's what is Chichi? What is that? I don't even know what he's talking about. I think it's Chris oh, Zach it's, says it's the new dish that uh, Paul's cooking tonight. 
Kristen's X says, thanks for going live, fellas. Nice to get some laughs after this shit sandwich of a day. Thanks, Chris. Welcome. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> so going back to that, what we were talking about, how do yeah. you feel that you have the same favorite non-makeup album as your buddy Stuart? Oh, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, Stuart, you know, he's a pain in the ass sometimes. I, and I... I still listen to his podcast when he has somebody interesting and I just kind of fast forward the first 15 minutes of me, 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 me. And I just pass forward through all. See, we can separate that. Can't we? We can separate it. Oh yeah. I can like you for some of the stuff you do. And I don't, and I don't like you with the kiss stuff. And you know, we're going to go off in this rant here, but it's the fucking hypocrisy. Yep. You don't talk about this with other bands. You don't talk about back background tracks with fucking people that do it just as bad as Kiss. You don't talk about fucking music selling uh, merchandise stuff about that stuff when it's not Kiss. And you don't talk about bands that have contentious relationships and bring them up and stir shit up unless it's Ozzy or Kiss, Paul and Gene. Yeah. It's, and he has a problem like, with like- Ozzy, Sharon, Paul or Gene, and that's the only shit that he stirs it up. Sonny, what's this comment by Chris? He says, remember how cool Stuart was to us after the Atlanta Expo, LOL. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, uh-oh. So he ended up using the tables to do uh, an interview with Vinny. And he didn't realize that the Grown Up Rock podcast scrum oh. was behind him the whole time. Yep. <laughs> so the whole interview had the Grown Up podcast on the back. That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. But uh, so we're at, I think what Chris is talking about is we are at a bar and we're eating. And he came into the bar and I think we were trying to wave him down. And he went into, he saw us, didn't say shit and just went into the back room. I think that's what Chris is talking about. Okay. No, but Zeus is right. We've said it before. It's like you, you, you have to you have to be an equal opportunity criticizer, reporter. To to me, if you want any, if you want credibility, you have to. And if you're gonna if you're gonna shit on Kiss and if you're gonna make comments about Ace and Peter and the way Paul and Gina, that's fine. Some of the stuff he says is true. I'm not gonna say that I I'm not gonna say that my problems with Stewart are because I don't like what he's saying about Kiss. The problems is is that like Zeus said. You're not saying it about any other band. You're not nitpicking any of the group dynamics among band members because these bands all it's just so obvious that you that you have been left by the side of the road by Paul and Gene and now you're like a crazy ex-girlfriend who is just going to stalk them and he uses Ace as his weapon to get to to Paul and Gene. And it's just that that's the problem here. I mean, I, like I said, I don't I don't necessarily disagree with what he says about Paul and Gene. Some of the stuff that he says, is, you know, it's it, some of it's kind of true, especially when he I will say he made me laugh when he was shitting on Gene about the um, the steak that he breathes fire. And then he was going to sell it after the show. And, <laughs> every and, and, every and, song. <laughs> he goes, if that's the case, Gene's going to be breathing fire after every song. Right? I think that's kind of funny because it's like, it, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if he did that. But yeah, but he uh, doesn't. But he doesn't do that for anybody else. Right. No, no, that's the point. Shot. Exactly. He doesn't. Yep. Yep. And if you oh, guys right. really want to hear what we think, listen to our episode. It'll drop in a couple hours. Uh, I think we get into it a little bit. That's right. Because he we do. basically, Sonny, I'm not sure if you're aware. He retweeted my comment. 
and it went oh, a little did. bit viral. Oh, yeah. Oh, he did. Oh, so, I didn't know that. So he put the thing up. So this is, you guys will hear about this tomorrow, but I don't give a fuck. I'll say it now. So we he put a kiss put a comment up about them being on the rock honors for VH1. This is Kiss Twitter page. He jumps in and he comments and then he says, and the thing about this was that Ace wasn't allowed to play with Kiss that night. And uh, blah, 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 blah. Ain't that right? You know, Scotty and Tommy Lee and whoever else was on that with them. And I'm like, this is, and I just put a picture. Some fan created the, the Stuart from Beavis and Butthead <laughs> smiling thing and put the Ace t-shirt on him. <laughs> I, fucking, I think it's funny. So I tweeted <laughs> that and I just wrote, this is why they don't like you. And then he retweets yeah. that. Jesus, people are like PC and they can't say anything to them. You know, I'm just being facts because I was a producer for that show. And I'm like, no, it has nothing to do with, you know, you patting yourself on the back. I didn't even want to get into my whole problem with him was, again, this is Kiss's own site. You go on there to throw in shit, stir shit up to try to get Kiss people fighting amongst themselves about Ace versus Gene and Paul. Why are you bringing this up? Oh, they Why did. Don't you tweet about it on your own page. And then what he does is you stir this shit up. And then you get the yep. fucking idiots that are kiss his ass and like, oh, no, no. He's been carrying the torch for rock music. I don't give a fuck what he's been doing. It doesn't mean everything he says is what we should all believe. Just like he criticizes people that follow kiss. I don't believe it. We have a kiss podcast. We don't kiss their ass at all. If anything, somebody probably hears us from kisses like, dude, we got to get these two assholes off. All they do is shit on us. We don't shit on them, but we do put in perspective. So all these fucking people that are sitting there and kissing his ass and he makes these false equivalencies. We are not one of these sheep people that are like, kiss can do no wrong. Paul is the greatest. Gene is always right. We don't do that shit. What we are tired of is your fucking sanctimonious bullshit and your hypocrisy and you stir shit up and you're a fucking troll comes to the band and stop pretending that you're not. That's it. Like we said, and and like we said earlier, when we were talking about a couple other topics, you can do two things at once. You can still listen to Eddie Trunk's podcast. You can still respect what he's done, you know, wave the banner of 80s rock and everything. I, I'm sitting right next to two of his books. I mean, I say this all the time. You can do all that, but you can still criticize. Like, I don't understand these people that think that it's all or nothing. Like, like it's the same thing with a band. Exactly. Like, yep. you may love a band. You may love a band, but it does, you can still say that some of the music sucks. It, it, oh, sorry. I don't own every, you know. Like it's the same thing with Eddie trunk. Yes. He has done a lot of really good and cool and awesome things, but I can still say that he's a pain in the ass when it comes to kiss. And he is. And, and, and people can't see that, that you can do both. It's like you, you know, the left hand can do this. The right hand can do that. And you can still talk about the same topic, but people get all bent out of shape, you know, and his relationship relationship with ACE is a little uncomfortable. Yeah, and I think I, uh, I think that might have cost that might end up costing Ace joining Kiss 
again. Great, like I think great point. Having Sonny. Eddie Trunk as a friend and just kind of needling it, and I don't, I don't know if that's good for Ace. Like I, and, but and we, you know, and we 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 know how, we know how Paul can be. Paul can yeah. be very vindictive. Paul can be very personal, and that's a great point. He's probably like, okay, all right, you know, yeah. This guy, this guy's an asshole. You're friends with him. You're an asshole. Like that's yeah. that's how that's how Paul can be, you know. And See, Jack says it's a, all because. Well, oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say Jack said it's all because Paul shit on him a few years ago at his art exhibit here in New Jersey. Yeah. I'm not familiar with that. I'm, I'm not familiar with that exact story. The one thing I do remember is, and I can't remember where it was. Maybe this is that event. Paul was doing like some kind of uh, interview thing, like in the round, and I thought somebody brought up that metal show. And maybe up somebody out there can correct me. I thought somebody brought up that metal show, and Paul kind of laughed it off and said, "Oh, like that? Oh, the Wayne's World or something like like totally like pretty much minimized the guys from that metal show. No, and he knew that Eddie was part of that show. Again, I thought it was kind of funny, but that's Paul needling. Paul can be he can be a little pain in the ass, and you know, I don't know. That's that 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 could be why." Eddie doesn't have a does, has a problem with him, and he you know it's it's all it, it's a big unhappy uh, marriage, I guess if you want to call it, between the two of them. Yeah, I think the dynamic Eddie, is fucked up. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. I think Eddie serves a purpose. I mean, he's he's yeah. helping the bands that I love. There's no doubt about that. I wish there was probably a little more humble, not as much self promotion. But the reality is, he's trying to make a living doing it, so he probably doesn't have a choice doing that. I wish there yeah. was just more than one person doing it, though. You know, it seems like, yeah, I know Mitch is kind of dabbling in it a little bit, and there's some, you know, we podcasters out there, and there's some folks out there, and but reality is, Eddie's it, and I wish there was more because yeah. you would hear different opinions from a bunch of places. You know, Eddie's allowed to have an opinion too, I guess, but I got nothing against Tommy. I, I tell you, I I like Tommy oh, in the God, band. No. I think he does oh. a great job. Absolutely. Oh, he's I, and let I, me I tell agree. you, hey, Sonny. Sonny, off the record, I promise you, he doesn't either. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He doesn't. Of course. He doesn't. He makes this. He knows this is what stirs shit up. He knows this. And then he puts on this. Well, I think it's. I think this is an insulting thing and blah, 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 blah. I was just going to say that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, no. But what he does is he keeps forgetting the 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 big part about all the hypocrisy about Ace in the makeup, Cheetah Chris, fake Fraley, and all that shit. They keep forgetting that each one of them played with either Eric or Tommy in the other one's makeup and didn't have a problem with it. Nobody right. took a stand. I don't remember fucking Eddie Trunk saying, wait a minute. How the fuck is Ace playing with Eric Singer in Peter's makeup? That's not right. I don't remember that. Do you? Or when Tommy first went into Ace and Peter was in there. I don't know when that started, but I guarantee you it wasn't vocal. It wasn't vocal like it is now. And you're absolutely right. If you know Paul and Gene, Paul and Gene are like, listen, we have enough money to last our lifetime, except for Gene. He still thinks he wants more. But I can either do this and go out on my own terms, look to my right, look to my left and be like, Eric's got my back. Tommy's got my back. Or I can, for a little couple extra bucks, bring this fucking train wreck called Ace, where I have no idea what he's going to say in an interview or if he's going to show up shit face or if he can hold handle the 
fucking load. Or I can bring Peter, who's going to bring his fucking wife with him with a list of demands and a list of shit that I don't fucking need because I don't need to. You you would be lucky to make the money I could give you. And you're coming in here with demands. Go fuck yourself. I don't need this. So why wouldn't I have Tommy and Eric in, with me? So, and what does he do? He oh, yeah. has his wife stir shit up with Gene, and then he has fucking Stuart in his back pocket going on every few months. Hey, let's talk to Paul. Let's, I mean, talk to Ace. Ace, uh, do you talk to the guys? Ace ain't getting fucking airtime air if Ace is talking about his new fucking solo album. No one gives a fuck. Everyone cares what he's talking about about Kiss. So uh, you didn't hear? Ace is doing uh, just my imagination with Stoll Station. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's doing the twirling on the on the cruise. <laughs> Very nice, Sonny. You're right. When you were talking about how you wish there was like more than one person, the thing about Eddie too is that his voice has even gotten more powerful because it's. I mean, it's 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 Sirius XM, and I know not everybody has it, but the amount of subscribers that Sirius XM has. So he used to have that one that once a week show on <clears throat> on the Boneyard. Now it's on Hair Nation, so it's Trunk Nation once a week. But since Sirius XM a few years ago created that channel called Volume, where it's it's a it's a talk station, but it's all music talk. Now Eddie has a show five days a week, multiple hours every day. So his voice got even bigger. He has that much more time to talk now. So he's doing six shows a week on satellite radio, plus his podcasts, and that's great. And, and he's very active on, on Twitter. And nobody is holding any of that against him. But you're right. It's his voice, and there's really no one as powerful as him right now with that voice. And you kind of wish that there with, 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 that there was, because the only voices that you have out there to kind of counter a lot of his stuff is our voices, and we're just little people that don't matter. You know what I mean? So, but you're right. It's a good point about how you kind of wish that there was. An, and I love we love Mitch. He's been on a show, friend of the show, great guy. Love his podcast. I, he's he's excellent. I wish it, I wish e- there was something. What's that? How much easier would Paul and Gene's life been if Eddie Trunk didn't harp ever about the makeup? How much voice how much, did he give that those people because of Eddie Trunk? Paul and, I, I, Paul and Gene don't care. They're still selling out. They don't care. They're still selling think, records. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You don't Go think that, that all the grief and they, they get grief and they hear shit and I get it. They still sell out. They still fine without it. All the backlash that you see on the message boards, on the Facebook posts, on the Twitter about all that would shit. happen anyways. That would happen not, anyways. Even not, without Eddie. not without his voice. He's the only one, the big one bringing this up. Who else is doing it? Kiss uh, fans bringing it up. Kiss, would, Kiss fans themselves are bringing it not, up. Yeah, he he he's the he's the megaphone that brought this out. Yeah, he's the megaphone yeah, I mean, that got this going. Yeah, you're probably right. I'll tell that you, counts. if Ace wasn't doing interviews with Eddie, yeah, Kiss fans wouldn't listen to Eddie anymore. The only reason they listen is because he keeps getting Ace. And but Peter, like Zeus said, but like Zeus said, when Eddie's talking to Ace, it's about. Paul and Gene and K. it's not like like Eddie's not having Ace on to talk about his new orange vinyl Space Invader album that fucking no one bought. He's having him on there to talk. He's having him. Then why on do there. I have it here? Well, <laughs> you're a bad example, Sonny. 
He's having him on to talk about when he signed into Megaforce Records. And Remember, the fish fillet that. story. He, and the oh, fish fillet story that he tells a hundred fucking thousand times. All right. It's pretty funny. What is that? Iron Maiden. From Fear to Eternity. Greatest. What is that? Best of 90. to Iron Maiden has something better after 1990? You suck. Is is that like a, a single? Is that a is that a ca single? <laughs> a ca single. I have you a bunch of those. I have I'm a bunch sure of them. I'm sure you do. Lemmy Blackmore says the makeup didn't mean that much to Ace and Peter when they sold the right for next to nothing. Not sure why everyone is so bothered because they continued to be successful. I I I have never cared about the makeup. That doesn't bother me. I mean, I I, I will say that being said, I can see. It doesn't bother me, but people that get bent out of shape, it go. That's how rock fans are. No, it's Peter, Chris, it's Ace Frehley, it's Catman, Spaceman. I get it because the Catman was created. That was an that was a Peter Chris creation. Spaceman was an Ace Frehley creation. So I get that. I understand it, but it doesn't bother me. I don't know. Maybe it should. Maybe I'm a bad Kiss fan because it doesn't bother me. Yeah, I think if Kiss is dead, and. Uh... They don't make it out of the eighties. Let's say you yeah. never hear about it. It, it. it instead would have been man, Ace and Peter got away with making a million bucks off that, whatever, selling the makeup, whatever, how much money they made. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And everybody would think they're the most biggest geniuses on the planet. And everything was about Ace and Peter and kiss was nothing without them. Right. It'd be like that. And the problem is, is that, you know, when they sold it, did they know it was going to be huge? Of course not. Right. Who knows what they're oh. on? Who knows if they're hammered? They're just making the best decision they can at that moment in time. It was interesting. My wife and I were talking about it this morning. We heard the Folgers commercial again. You know, Folgers, <laughs> right? And she goes, man, the person that did that jingle must be a millionaire or a billionaire. I'm like, babe, that guy made five grand. Yeah, <laughs> he moved on. Exactly. He's not making exactly. five cents for every time the commercial plays. Is it was it the version with Paul Stanley singing it? No, I wasn't. No. Oh, I see that, that's when, the he did, when he did the Olay at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was in like the circus and he had like a pirate shirt on. Olay. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yes. boy. Boy, we we have covered pretty much everything that could be covered right now holy shit talk about like you said zeus ocd and add all together wow by the way there's something scrolling that says the tragic passing of bob kulik i think we stopped talking about poor about an hour ago Um, (laughs) i know i I know i feel bad people people who checked in they're probably like what the fuck why are these guys laughing and they have a thing that says the tragic (laughs) passing of bob kulik what what am i looking at here i know (laughs) why why are they talking about shotgun messiah was he in that yeah. <laughs> These guys are talking about Stuart and Bob Kulik just passed. Yeah, maybe we need to update that band. Although it's a little too late now, we stopped talking about Bob about an hour ago. And God he, rest his soul. Did in he peace. write that song? Oh, baby, baby. I don't understand what the Motown songs. Oh, I just thought of one. Oh, oh. You know we're out there. We can't touch anybody. You wish you could hug somebody. You wish you could go over and have a pizza with them. You wish you could go to concerts. But I'm here to tell you something. If you reach out, I'll always be there. Oh, God. (laughs) We need a new nickname. Sunny Motown Poony, not Sunny Hollywood Poony. That's a good one. You like that? I'll reach out. It it, it was very nice. It was very nice. (laughs) 
Yes. Troy Astro yes. says Bob Bob Kulik is dead. Oh man, it's like losing Peter Chris's replacement, Eric Carr. Hmm. It's a big loss. I think the Eric Carr loss was a little bit bigger, but it's a big Troy, loss. Troy, he didn't mean that. He's sorry for your loss. He's like, mm, what an ass. No, no, no. I'm saying I think he's no, trying to figure I'm, out whether he was serious or not. No, and I, but no, I was talking about his comparison between Bob Kulik is like Eric Carr passing away, and I said, eh. Not really, because Eric Carr. <laughs> I'm really. So wait, oh wait, really no, 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 no. So now, so so Bob Kulik dying is the same as Eric Carr dying in terms of Kiss family, in terms of the Kiss family. <laughs> come on, come on, Motown. Come on, turn it into a song. I think it's mean to say, Meh, whatever. You know, that's not what I said. That is not what I said. That oh. That is not what I said. Stop the show. Stop, Stop the show. He's on a very fixed income. <laughs> Your Nana oh. has now agreed to send us. Um, have you ever seen other shows doing this stream yard? Do they have this kind of combative relationship? Or they're all like serious. Hmm. Yes, I agree. I find that album to be the most you know, dynamic of all the albums they've done. And then it's us. And then, and then it's us like, fuck off. <laughs> Tom, Tom, that's a very astute point. I, I see where you're coming from there. Um, I think you should um, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can do that. We can do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and the funny and the sad thing is, though, you know, I, I'm glad we can laugh about a little bit stuff and get a sense of humor. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, we're uh, we're all like saddened by Bob's passing. Um, he, he had a, a tremendous impact, and I don't know. I'm thinking outside the members. I know that you said just kiss. Uh, we're a podcast, and all we do is put lists together, Tom. That's how me yeah, and you think. think. So I'm like right, top right, five, right. top five impact on Kiss outside of the band. Members, oh, I would probably. I don't know. I don't know. Let's let's go through them. I would say, um, first, Neil Bogart off the top of my head. I'm not going in order. Neil Bogart had more of an impact. Um, obviously, what's his name? Bill of Coin, Sean Delaney. Delaney. That's three. Then maybe him. Who else would have a bigger impact? No, no, what do you call Uh, Ezrin? Well, yeah. but then you're gonna say Eddie Kramer? Eddie Kramer did a live. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Who else would be in there? Impact non-kiss member. Non I I mean all, Lenny Blackmore has Desmond it. Child all over it. Yeah, but even the Desmond Child songs, he didn't make Living on a Prayer for Bon Jovi. He did Heavens on Fire and a few other ones, but nothing that made him like the impact that his songs did on Bon Jovi's career. Let's yeah. be honest. Put it, put it this Anton way. Put, put Fig, it this way. Uh, Lemmy says Anton Fig, maybe yeah. good comparison. Yeah, probably about Lance, the same amount of tracks. Lance said Ace's stunt man in Phantom of the Park. <laughs> That's a great one. Chris, Chris, Chris Vickery said JR. I'm assuming he's talking about JR Small. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking myself. I'm like, dude, come on. The toy, you know, I, the I toy mean, guys, 
they, they're not, not Pepe Castro? <laughs> not Pepe? Pepperoni? You want to speak to a man named Pepperoni? See, yes, I mean, Pepe. I mean, you, you. I mean, you could start branching out your thoughts into like, okay, like, like, like Ken Kelly. I mean, the guy that painted, the guy that did the artwork for album covers. And I mean, how far off do you want to go off on, into this? You know what I mean? I mean, they hired I think an artist. That, they hired an artist to do that. Could another artist been done that? I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't be know, as I creative. I don't know. <laughs> Le- Leon the Sphinx, the critic, <laughs> the critic, <laughs> right. <laughs> Did somebody put a fucking side by side of the critic and fucking embarrassing Don Mc, uh, Doc McGee's fucking hairdo? You once we figure out how to use this stream yard a little bit better, we could start doing this stuff live on the air. We could start <laughs> oh putting up God. graphics and pictures. But I think <laughs> the fact that we're I think the fact that we're struggling to to build a solid top five. I think Bob Kulik probably has to be there. I, I, I think. could care less about Chad Bennett thing struggling. <laughs> I want to kiss oh, you. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I John, John, Matol, John Matol says John Beauvoir. Yeah, no. Yeah, he didn't come until later in the picture. He, he did some good stuff, but he didn't okay. come until he later. Did. Again, but what impact? How He's big of a writer. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. But are any of those songs as big as the songs on Alive 2? No. That oh, Bob yeah. did? Or Paul Stanley songs on his solo album? Or um, the songs off of Killers? Well, Not it depends on what you think is big. They, none of those charted. Desmond Child songs charted. I'm, go- I'm going against Jean Yeah, I, but, but we know Kiss fans don't care about charts. But John I, I, I was involved in Who Wants to Be Lonely? Tears Are Falling? Those are you charted. Co- are you comparing those songs to the songs on Alive 2? Hey, I'm just telling Sunny, you they Sunny charted. I'm telling you they charted. Right. Yeah, I know. But we don't, you know, that's not how we judge Kiss, though. Yeah. I know. Fucking. But anyway, um, it's a good discussion. I don't know who else would have had a bigger impact. I agree. Doc McGee and that fucking comeback in 96, organizing that, the tra- you know, obviously he brought Kiss to a different stratosphere. Vinny Bonsia. Yeah. I, th- I think one of the things we haven't talked about, which you got to give it to Bob. He goes in, he does whatever Paul and Gene are asking him to do. He does a great job. It's on some of our iconic songs. He doesn't say shit about it mm-hmm. until it comes out from somebody else. I'll tell you honestly, you know how hard it would have been for me to sit back and see this kiss machine rolling with some of the stuff I helped with get zero credit for all of it, knowing I did it. And this guy that's drunk all the time is getting all the praise. And I'm the one who played all the shit. Yeah, but it's not like, you know what this reminds me of? It's not like the Bon Jovi where the Bon Jovi bassist that used to be in the band for this first five or six albums and all the tour didn't play fucking a lick. They had some other guy that didn't look like a rock and roller playing all the studio albums. And then the other guy that did was in the band and posing. That's complete different because Ace yeah. still did Parasite. Ace still came in with Cold Gin. He did, like, it's not like he did nothing. And this stuff that happened, you know? What about if, 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 if you want to go off in terms of impact, what about the, and it's slipping my mind, and I feel like a horrible Kiss fan, and maybe, maybe, by the way, John Matola says, guys, I was kidding about John <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> maybe somebody can help me with this name, but some of those early photographers 
that took those iconic pictures, whether it's like the Empire State Building or whether it's the Love Gun era, the cube, the cube session, or just some of those iconic photo sessions. But that and, and go ahead, Zeus. I think, that was a, I think that was a coin's idea. So I think that would fall, fall right. Under him. No, you probably, like, probably. So yeah. they would have hired somebody else to do. But I think that proves how big of a you know Bill Coin was. Then, oh yeah, oh, I mean, um, the top the top three of the bad. The top three are obviously the other one would have been uh, what's her name? What's her name? I'm drawing a blank. His partner that ended up marrying Neil Bogard. She could have oh, been Joyce Joyce yeah. Biowitz. Joyce, yeah. Oh, yeah, Joyce Dewitt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lynn Gold, Lynn Goldsmith. This, by the way, anybody who book. anybody who anybody who does not have this book, this is how There's big it is. Great pictures in there. There are some great pictures in there. This book is insane. You have yeah. to get this book. This book is unbelievable. Can't recommend this enough. That's one of Good those call. books that I wish would have had like some sort of preparation kind of thing. So I could oh, yeah. frame some of them, like buy two books, frame some of those and keep one in a yeah. book. Some of those pictures are unbelievable. Yeah. yeah the book is, a, that, that's one of the best kiss books I own. It could be one, maybe the best, but yeah. What about Lydia Chris? Uh, what about the copper tone girl? Like, what, what the fuck? Lydia I mean, Chris what, had a big impact <laughs> in the stuff in the beginning. Yeah, pro- what, probably keeping Peter on a short leash by having him lose his complete mind. Yeah, but she took a lot of the photos, some of the outfits she helped out with in the beginning. I was going to say, Lemmy brings up the artist that did the solo albums. The, uh, the Italian fellow there. <laughs> Yeah, Eraldo Caragatti. Yeah, we said before, it's probably the most iconic what images of the band. Extra members. pepperoni? Yes, extra pepperoni, please. Yeah, yeah, he's the uh, Italian fella. <laughs> Enrico Palazzo? <laughs> Enrico Palazzo. <laughs> Wally Alberts must have just checked in, and thank you, Wally. We've been live for two hours, and the reason we went live was to honor Bob Kulik's memory. Uh, the show has veered off course in 500 different directions, <laughs> but the first, the, the first probably 30, 40 minutes of this live, live cast was uh, talking about Bob. And then we're talking about Bob again because we're trying to make a list of the most impactful non-KISS members in history, and uh, we think Bob is probably top five. Yeah. Yeah, if you say influence on the music... Bob's going to be in the top five, no problem, right? Because oh, yeah, yeah, besides yeah. the four, besides the four original guys, hell, you could say uh, impact on the music might be bigger than Peter Chris because he didn't write a lot of the stuff. Oh, right? so, oh no, don't say no, that. Wait, 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 say, say that again. Can I want to hear this so we can so we can like record this, and make sure it's nice and clear. Say yeah. that again. Impact on Kiss music, Peter Chris or Bob Kulik. Peter didn't write most of the stuff. On Kiss Music? Are you fucking yeah. insane? <laughs> this is so easy. This are is you so easy. Fucking it's like, insane. It's like poking the bear. I was <laughs> just going to say that. That's that all that is. It's poking the bear. That's me poking right there. Yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> Zeus is speechless. <laughs> this is worse than the purple pick during the draft. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the purple pick was just like this. What? I'm like, that's not fucking funny. And especially since we just decided that we weren't going to uh, take out, what do you call it? 
um, we weren't going to do trades. So I'm like, he just took it from me. I don't even have to get it. <laughs> I don't even get a chance to pick it. It's not like I have it. I don't have it on my phone. I don't listen to it all the time. Right, right, right. It's like this imaginary right. world where all of a sudden yeah. I'll never hear the you album. You don't have it. <laughs> what did he do? It's gone. <laughs> you do. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I want to see him in his little tight little shorts. Um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, listen, I think those, I think the first three are the biggest. Uh, those are easy. Oh, yeah. Sean Delaney, Bob, um, Bob, uh, Bill Coin, and uh, Neil Bogart. Probably, I, I would, yeah. I would put that in there. But if you go musicians, you'd probably would say Bob, and then what's his name there? Um, Anton Fig. Anton Fig, yeah, probably. Anton and Bob each played on one solo album with nine songs on them, right? Uh, Anton played on Dynasty. Yep. But he didn't play. I'm not sure who played on Alive 2. There's always rumors. I've heard that Peter did. I heard that he didn't. Um, He played on, what else did he play on? He played on Unmasked. He played on Unmasked. Yep. I was just going to say he played on Unmasked. He played on more than Bob. Yep. And Peter. You're right. He played on more stuff than Peter. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Sonny, don't do it. Oh, Don't stop do it. All right. You just <laughs> ding, ding, ding. What are these comments? Go ahead, Tommy. Read these. Uh, let's see. Troy Astro says Gene Simmons plays the bass like a Stratocaster. Okay. What in the video? Me... When he's like, boom, doo, doo, ba, doo, ba, doo. <laughs> and he was going, doo, ba, doo, ba, doo, ba, and, I, and I was going, biddly, biddly, bop. And that's how I wrote while my guitar gently weeps. But have you ever seen me and Tommy remember the fucking um, the Dana Carvey show? That thing was fucking hilarious. And then they canceled it real quick. Absolutely brilliant. Um, that whole Beatles thing came out way before they did the uh, then. Uh, what's the name? Will Ferrell did the Neil Diamond. Yeah. So oh, even God, on that, yeah, Harris yeah, yeah. Was like, yeah. I killed somebody before. And he did all that stuff. And what's the name? Snoring, sleeping in there. Yeah. Yeah. And he was going, let me, Billy, Billy, Billy Bob. Lemmy Blackmore says, in terms of influence, Devereaux, big influence. Glad they defeated him. <laughs> uh oh, Zeus, you're not gonna, you're not gonna like this comment from Troy. The credits don't lie. Peter Chris didn't write a lot of the songs. The credits went to Paul, Gene, and Ace. Uh oh, doesn't mean anything though. Cares. Yeah, it doesn't no, mean agree. anything. He's I, a musician. He doesn't gotta write nothing. Forget well, it. Pizza maker. Not. Who cares? Don't make pizza. Uh, uh, I am on Zeus's side here. Peter How many songs was, did um we just did load? How many songs did was Jason you said right? Almost none. None was he even on the album. He was he didn't write any. Yes. I didn't yes. hear any bass. I did. No, that's that's Stop injustice it. for all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wally Albert says Anton is ace is on Ace's new album out this fall. Anton Fig. Oh, that's cool. Anton Fig is play is playing on Ace's new album due out this fall. That's cool. I, I got a new fucking album. Where's my Grammy? Is it again for the last one? What are you talking about? It's in the can. It's in the can. It's been in the Dude, can. He is <laughs> Ace. Poor Ace. And that's the thing. Uh, poor Ace. He gets, and we've had this comment get brought up to us. We've had it in our questions. We get in our tweets. We get a lot. Why the fuck does everyone give him a pass? Like, because people love the lovable loser. He gets he's Otis. 
He's Otis from Andy Griffith. Everybody loves Otis. Yeah, you're not fucking putting yourself in a time uh, uh, cap here, right? <laughs> you're not dating yourself at all with that one. The Andy well, he Griffith is the old show. Man. He, he, he is the old man in a group here. Yeah, I am. I am. You know, I'm okay. Remember, he thought that. Remember, he thought that old lady on the stranger was hot. Oh, <laughs> dude, she is. She is. Dude, are you fucking? She's hotter than the wife. Yeah, what? Neither, neither of them were hot. <laughs> neither of them were hot. This is all it takes is one comment, and we take another detour down a down a fucking you know, TV show. The that one stranger thing, was good, though. Stranger was good. It, it was, was really amazing. good. Oh, you it was, know who it was, was awesome. Uh, the girl that was like the fucking one stirring up all the shit and the rumors and the murderers, um, not the murderer's mom. No, who's the one that had the, the, one with girl the, that was, the one in the cat? The, the stranger. Oh, she was pretty cute. Who, who was the lady that was um Watching the kids and her daughters were friends, and somebody spread a rumor about one of the daughters, and she was a teacher as well, and she was friends. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you. Oh yeah, yeah. She was pretty cute. Yeah, that's our review of the stranger. That was that was one of uh, wasn't that one of your things? What the Sunny stranger? Was, oh, the stranger was good overall. I loved it. Hard. Yeah, yeah. It was. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. That lady's in. She's kind of like a Spice Girl, kind of a man. Yeah. Dude, oh boy! You know how much shit we get about your stupid <laughs> comments that the Spice Girls look like men. That is beyond. That is like the stupid. That's as bad as your Asylum is the Kiss's best album. It is their best album. Oh my god! Oh god! And the Spice Girls look like men. <laughs> Are you fucking insane? Yes, dude. I, I think we need to do a top ten fucking sunny hot takes. Give, we, give me the give me the Golden Girls versus the Spice Girls any day. Golden Girls, you, well, you that would, sounds about right. You, you would take you would take that. You're 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 about their age, so I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Um, Wally wants to know how old are you guys? Well, mm. why you want to date me? <laughs> That's what this is. This is thank, online dating. Thank, thanks, Sonny. We just lost somebody now. <laughs> Again, hey, um, our buddy, our buddy Daryl Albert checked in. Where? I don't see his ass. Right there at the bottom. Yeah, says Sporty Darryl Spice Al- is a tad manly. That's oh, what it says. I would have fun with that poor fucking victim. Oh my oh. god, she is not manly. Have you seen, especially now, what she looks like? She's even yeah, more man. like fucking j- jacked up. She looks hot. Yeah, she's smoking like a man, like a man, man. man. You can act like a man. What's the matter with you? How old are you guys? We can't. T- we can't divulge our ages, even though we've already said it many times before. <laughs> I turned fifty this year, so I'm fifty. You're fucking yeah, old. I'll be, I know. I'll, I'll be forty-seven <laughs> in a few months. Um, when's your birthday? July. So. I'm just older than you months, just by a month then, right? Yeah, your birthday's in June. Yeah, by uh, by a month. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So everybody out there, birthday presents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Don't do it. Don't um, do it. Um so you know, to uh finally come around too, to, uh, like we we're getting more people listening now than we did earlier. Um Bob Kulik, anything else you want to bring up about him before we uh no, I no. mean it's just. I think we've talked about his value and his, his his value to the to the band and everything he's done. I mean, we for God's sakes, we have him in the top five most impactful non-band member 
list. I mean, it's everything he did. So, yeah. And I'll say, you know, the last year and a half, there's been some interesting stuff out there. I will tell you, I met him before the year and a half and he seemed like a nice guy, right? So nobody's going to get judged for the last 18 months that were on the planet. And who knows if you even got the full story. Guy's a nice guy. He's a great musician. He was important to the Kiss family. And it sucks to lose a Kiss Army brother. Doesn't matter really who it is. And uh, reality is Bob was important to the Kiss machine when the Kiss machine needed somebody important in the late 70s, early 80s. They needed the help, and he was there to help them. And otherwise, Ace probably you know leaves during Love Gun. Who knows? So um, I think it sucks for his family. I, I feel for Bruce, and uh sucks to lose a Kiss brother. Yeah, I I have um, a ton of regret that he didn't get a chance to reconnect with his brother, as far as we know, and they didn't get to patch things up. I also feel like uh, <laughs> I personally have a lot of regret because we never got that la- that interview, which could have been his one of his last. Um and I feel like it's going to sit with me that we had an opportunity to do it and we didn't, but you know, more importantly for the man, you know, he was a guy that obviously produced good music. One of my favorite songs of all time, he was on there. And unfortunately we're not to get, we're going to get a chance to listen to him play some more music. And in the end it's sad. And it gives you, you know, that life lesson that, life is short and that we shouldn't stay mad at people that we care about, especially, especially not family. Um, and I hope that somewhere along the line, they got some peace and that Bruce and Bob and all the family involved that are still with them and can, uh, you know, look on the bright side of things. So on that happy note, Tom, did you want to add anything? No, like we kind of coming around, like you said, full circle, just same thing. You know, my heart breaks for Bruce uh, and his family, not just for the loss of his brother, but just for, you know, the strain on their relationship. And just, I'm I'm hope, I just hope that Bruce can try to find some peace somehow with this situation and, you know, his loss, our loss, the Kiss Army's loss, um, just a shitty thing. And it's just, it's, like you said, our, our our musical, you know, people. There, everybody, everybody's, everybody's just getting older now, um, <clears throat> and it it just sucks. That's all you can say. Yeah, so. I know. Um, anything else we want to change the subject before we finish on a more happy note than that fucking somber note? No, I think uh, I think we did a nice wrap around there at the beginning and the end. We got we filled uh, two hours with chaos, so. I hope everybody enjoyed this because I sure did as well. Thank God you said wrap around. Well, I was going to say something something else. (laughs) I was going to say something else, but this is live. I'll save that for the private. I'll save that for the private videos. Because my response was going to be stop in the name of love. Hey, one one other thing. Go ahead. One One other quick thing. We have our another episode coming on in about two hours um then uh, i hope you like uh we just released this week load the bonus album 
that we did with Sonny and, um, you know, the feedback we got on these bonus, we keep getting on these bonus albums is tremendous. Uh, it is constant about shit. How long have you known each other? Holy shit. The chemistry it's off the charts. And we just met this fucker. <laughs> I'm a nice guy. What the fuck's wrong with you? You fuck. <laughs> and we each have a whole different personality. We bring a different perspective. We have different tastes. Um, we love having Sonny on and we don't usually have Sonny on. We do from time to time about kiss, but we don't even get a chance to talk like this open and just, a free forum. This is what we talk like when we get our own little group chats going. This, oh, this is, is, a, yeah. is a lot more us than yep. the couple previous ones. We had a little bit of a handcuffs on us, a little bit, I would say. This is more free form. And oh, yeah. this is kind of our style. We'll probably end up doing something with um, you know, um Steve and Potter and the Hell guys and Sonny and Growing Up Rock and maybe other people in the future. But I kind of like having that fucking dipshit over there on our show, on these live shows. What do you think, Tom? Oh, you talk am I the dipshit or is Sonny no. the dipshit? <laughs> How would you be on our show, the dipshit? I'm talking about him. Oh, we love we love we love Sonny. We we love Sonny. We love having him on here talk. I mean, for God's sakes. We this was Im, Im, scheduled like impromptu. W- once we heard about the sad news of Bob's passing, we're like, "Oh, let's go live at eight o'clock." Two hours and nine minutes later, the three of us are still talking about who knows what. So I'll tell you right now, this could go forever because this is what we do. We just talk, we go off on tangents, and we just have a blast. And I hope you guys are enjoying some of this as well. And if you missed some of the beginning of it, it'll it'll be on our Facebook page. You can go and watch it from the beginning. Daryl Alber says, "I am no dipshit, sir." Oh, well, at least you address. Not- at least go oh. ahead. Finish. Your <clears throat> no, I was going to say at least he called me sir. I give him that. Thank you, Daryl. <laughs> so a couple things. <clears throat> As I know, just when you thought we were leaving, they bring us. It never back. ends. <laughs> All right, a couple quick things. First, I want to give a quick shout out, and that's to our good friend Ed. Ed created in a spur of the moment. I told him, listen, we're thinking about doing this. I don't know how to fucking do a banner. Can you just do a banner? And he's like, just give me 10 minutes. And he came up with that. The best banner I've seen us do of all the live cast. He did. And he did in 10 minutes. Thank you, Ed. Ed has obviously, as you guys know, like it seems like he's cornered the market and all us podcast brothers, right? Uh, does yeah. a lot of marketing for all the podcasters. But more importantly, has an awesome, awesome show. Um, show has an awesome uh, store where he designs a lot of these kiss-like themes and these shirts, uh, everything to pillowcases, everything to stickers. He's got it all. You name it, he's got it. Um, you want to go on about Ed a little bit? You do a better. Yeah, can you make me some chicken wings, Ed? Send no, me some love- chicken wings. Ten minutes. We love Ed. ClickTeaShop.com. He sells all that Kiss-inspired stuff. He sells podcast stuff. Shout out Loudcast. It's it's Kiss Insider Designs. Great stuff. You know, Phantom of the Park stuff. Early Kiss career stuff. You know, just really awesome, awesome stuff. And we want to thank Ed for that. And like Zeus said, thank him for the banner that he put together tonight to promote 
<clears throat> the live stream. Um, it's awesome. Chris Vickery jumps in. He says he loves the click T-Shop shirts. Uh, Daryl Alber said, I missed the first 118 <laughs> minutes. Can you start over? <laughs> Stop the show. I was going to say my nephew's on. Stop the show. Stop yeah. The show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. In addition to this, the other guy we got to thank is the guy that you just mentioned, Daryl. Daryl does a lot of our social media stuff for Pantheon podcast, the Pantheon yep. podcast, whatever we call it. Um, yep. He does a lot of the stuff. You'll see all of a sudden somebody will retweet something about our videos. He'll put clips together. He just did that awesome one where he did um, Paul Stanley solo albums. We were making fun. I think it was Murph that came up with it that said with that. David Soul. Yeah. Hold Me, Touch yep. Me sounds like David Soul's song. Uh, what is that song that he's got? Don't Give Up On Us Baby or <laughs> yeah. something. And he, oh he, he made, a, God. Vi- he made he, a video of putting them together. Oh, unbelievable. And he did like a mashup of it. And yeah, he tweeted yeah. that. That is fucking awesome. And then, you know, so Daryl does a great job for us there. Um, And then in addition to that, oh, look who's here. Oh, Oh my God. Just as we're signing off, we're actually saying goodnight. It's two hours and 13 minutes. I didn't didn't tell them that you were going to do this. So I'm trying to drag this out. Steve is like, Steve is like, oh, I'm coming. I'm coming. And I'm like, hurry the fuck up. Now I'm not going to be able to sleep. I saw that face. Now I can't sleep. Oh, you'll be sleeping. I'll be in your dreams. Our buddy Steve from Potter Than Hell joins us just as we're signing off. Very nice. Where are you, buddy? I am at my friend's house. I am here with... Hold on. You have friends? here with uh, Vanessa and Kevin. Do they know that they're live? Do they know that they're on <laughs> yeah. Facebook? Do they know they're live? Yeah, you do they know that they're on Facebook Live? <laughs> they do. That's okay. Nice. That's okay. I just wanted to sign in to say hello. See what you fuckheads were doing. Thanks for checking in, buddy. Yeah, no we already problem. had the enough enough conversation, so you can go away now. Okay, so what are we, what are we talking about? <laughs> uh, what are we talking you? about? Let's <laughs> start for, over. For, we, yeah, we, yeah, well, well if, 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 if you can believe it, we've been go we've been going for two hours and fifteen minutes. We have talked about everything. We started with Bob Kulik, ended with Bob Kulik, and then it was like a Bob Kulik sandwich because then we talked about everything you could think of. Oh, Steve! Steve's showing us his empties. That's why he has that little rosy glow right now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There, there, there's. Is there a pinkish hue? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a hue. This one's full. I like a good cheek. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Steve, thank you for finally coming on. Um, I tried to delay this as much as I could, buddy. Um, Nah, no problem. I we're we're, we we did a little game night and a little pizza, a little uh, boneless wings tonight with our our usual Friday night crew here. Um, Nice, nice. But uh, glad I can glad I can get on for a couple seconds. Hey, real quick though. Any thoughts that you want to share about with uh, with everybody about Bob's passing? Because I wanted to get you on too, because you you've met him, I believe, right? And you've seen them perform or something, right? Yeah, I I was able to catch him on Kiss Cruise Seven, I think it was, with when he played with Bruce and wow. the guys, and it was it was great. It was so so cool to see. And, you know, the brotherly love was happening then. I'm not sure what took place after that. I'm sure it was some kind of financial bullshit or something like that. But um, yep. very sad. He was a cool guy. I, I I talked to him on that Kiss Cruise, you know, you know, very briefly, just, you know, a hello, you know, 
you're kicking ass kind of thing. But, uh, you know, obviously he had, you know, had some, some kind of problems going on, but, um, I just, I'm kind of sad that they were not able to resolve the problems before, you know, he, he passed away and stuff, but dude ripped it up. I mean, just, um, not even the, the kiss stuff, just listen to the stuff that he played on the, on uh, crimson idol for wasp, just like absolutely freaking tore it up. Just, uh, phenomenal talent. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's weird for me. I'm, I'm on my phone, so it's hard to get a, no, get a okay. good angle. It's okay. I mean, there is no okay. good angle on my head, as you guys can see. Just, <laughs> no, no, there isn't. If <laughs> yeah. you took it off your head, that'd be the best angle. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should mask up then. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I was glad I was, I got to see him play live though, but it was cool. It was really super cool to see him play that um, Kiss Alive two side four stuff. Oh yeah, live. You know him and Bruce. It was just amazing. You know, seeing him play like All American Man and uh, yep. you know Larger Than Life and stuff like that. It was just it was incredible to see, and it's 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 really sad. I mean that. Um, yeah. You know, he 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 seemed like a a decent guy. You know, you know, and I just I'm sad that he pulled his family problems on. You know, made them public and stuff like that. You know, you need to just like kind of handle that stuff between yourselves and, and everything. But when there's money involved, it's it's, it's hard to say what what people are going to do or what people are going to say. But um, phenomenal talent. He just tore it up. And um, his album that he put out, "The Skeletons in the Closet." Listen to the song "India" on there. It's it's freaking great. Like the he plays that. I don't even know what kind of instrument it is that they do the solo in it. It's just phenomenal, but um, very sad though. Uh, sad day for the Kulik family for sure, and you know for the Kiss Army as well. Yeah. Hey Steve, tell yep. Corey I said thank you again. The mask. Oh, he's got his mask on. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. I the know. Best. Thank you, too, Corey. It's awesome. Yep, I have mine too. I don't have it with me. Yeah, my have it. My art department is awesome. Yeah. Yep. I wear mine every day to work. So what I do is I turn it inside out because it's black on the opposite side. So when I'm in the store, it's black because I'm not allowed to have printing. But if I go to Target or whatever, I turn it the other way and then it's Kiss. So it works. Yeah. And Perfect. you know what? And the next one I send you, Sonny, is going to cover your whole head. <laughs> I have one of those. It's going to be eye like, holes uh, in it. It's like a ski mask. Yeah. 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 Or it's, like the ba- it's like the bag your wife pulls over your head. That one, too. <laughs> Why got to go there? See, it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the only way she'll have sex with me with a bag over my head. Oh. <laughs> Steve, thanks for checking Whoa. in, buddy. Next time, ne- ne- next time you're going to be on here with us for uh, the full for the full show. We're going to do this again with you. Yeah, no problem, guys. Thanks. I just wanted to say hello, and you know, I didn't want to uh, bust another show, but I just want to say hello to you. Awesome. Guys, so, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, all right, brother. About the Potter Than Hell podcast, I got to get my own show. A plug while I'm on here for two. Absolutely, seconds. absolutely. Yeah, you got you all got right, brought buddy. up. You got brought up a little bit along with your cohorts when we we, we kind of drove in a different direction and somehow ended up in shitty bands, and uh, <laughs> and some of your partner's music taste got brought up. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, Lizzie Borden always makes it onto our show. That. Crocus, yeah. Lizzie Borden. I don't know who else made it, but Enough's Enough, Shotgun Messiah, Sleaze Bees, <laughs> Nitro, King Cobra. <laughs> don't 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 worry. We have a we have an episode in mind Uh-oh. that we're gonna have Sonny on. And I'm Uh-oh. not 
we're not decided on the name yet. It's going to be called something like Sonny's Torture Episode or uh, Sonny Goes to Hell or something like that. So it's coming up, and you're going to participate. I'm in because I'm sure there'll be a George Jones CD in there. So I'm good. God, you'd be lucky. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Being lucky, be my heaven, your hell. God. Fucking man. All right, guys. See you, buddy. I'm gonna go. We'll see you. Thank you for having me. All right, for a Steve. All right, brother. Take All right, care. Take Later, care, buddy. On that, that note. Was buddy, that was our buddy Steve from Potter Than Hell. Check his podcast out, too. Awesome hard rock, heavy metal podcast. Check those guys out. BBBC, Dylan and Steve run a great show. Uh, they're yep. awesome. Lots of fun. And yep. um, same thing. Want to pimp something out there, uh, uh, Motown? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, my uh, Enough's Enough podcast. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, grownuprock.com. Grownup Rock is, uh, you know, we talk about all things rock and podcast rock city. It's all kiss. So I'm out there. Nice. Uh, what do we do? I don't know. Tonight, I have we just do no idea. <laughs> we we don't know what we do, but no, shout it out loudcast. We, uh, you know, check us out. All kiss. Uh, we like to argue about other stuff too. That's what the bonus episodes are for. That's what these live casts are for. Uh, we're on all the social medias. Obviously, if you're watching us, you know that we're on Facebook. Um, check us out. Um, we're our new episodes drop every Saturday. Our new one will drop uh, soon, a little over an hour. So yep. thank you everybody for checking in, and thank you for the comments. Thank you for interacting. You guys make this even more fun than it already was. Uh, Zeus, Sonny, this was a blast. Great way to spend a Friday night. And with all the jokes that we had, remember, rest in peace, Bob, and thank you for the music. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to echo those sentiments. Guys, uh, we always say this. The best way to get a hold of us is always through social media. You can uh, tweet to us, put on our Facebook page. We have a group page, shout it out loudcasters. We take your emails, shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. We know we read them. Reviews, five star child reviews on iTunes are greatly appreciated. Pod chaser, wherever you can find us. We appreciate it. We thank you. God bless Bob. May rest internal in peace. Bob, God bless the Kulik family. God bless you two idiots. And um, and God and bless Kiss Army. Thing, and one more thing, Daryl, you're coming in late. We have mentioned Pantheon before, but we'll say it again because you're here. Pantheon Podcast Network. We're on it with a bunch of other awesome shows, and that's where our buddy Daryl Albert uh, comes from. So we thank him. But with that being said, everybody, thank you so much. Great time tonight. We'll see you guys soon. Thank you. Peace out, Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 